7: And we are part of the Salem Media Group, and we welcome you this afternoon. And let me say, Happy Liberation Day to you. Happy Jubilee Day to you. Happy Freedom Day to you. And of course, Happy Emancipation Day to you. But uh, most people today are celebrating a happy Juneteenth. Well, this is the day that is set aside to recognize when one of the final deliveries of the statement of Abraham Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation was delivered all the way out to the state of Texas. And for African Americans, this is a very special day. And for those African Americans that can trace their lineage back to uh, the issue of slavery, uh, 1800s here in America, it's a very, very special day. Glad to have you along on this Friday afternoon as we are getting ready to embark also on Father's Day weekend. And two very important things that uh, we're going to be sharing about and talking about this afternoon. And I hope that um, some of you may be even, well, if you're in that, that crowd that has gone back to work, some of you may be coming home a little bit early. That's what happens when we have these... Uh, Uh, these sort of uh, possibilities, and um, so I uh, want you to be careful as you are driving home this afternoon, but um, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. You ever wonder where the saying comes, hey, just make the best of it. Don't let things get to you. Just kind of row with the flow. Well, all of that, I think, um, comes from the The biblical uh, admonition that we are supposed to be joyful, Uh, not up and down like a roller coaster with the happenings throughout our day. You know, one hour we'll get some great news, next hour, well, maybe not so great a news. The third hour, well, nothing new, but I just want to tell you that this and every day we can just relish in the fact that we are with the Lord. Well, right now, this afternoon, there are celebrations taking place all over America, and I call them celebrations. Uh, On this day, I'm not going to call them uh, demonstrations, even though some in the crowd are are holding the signs. Uh, But particularly in Oakland, California, a very, very long and uh, comprehensive crowd making its way through the streets uh, there in Oakland. Uh, in uh, celebration of Juneteenth. also have uh, folks that are speaking on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. Quite an appropriate place for that to happen, by the way, uh, with uh, President Lincoln, who was uh, involved with uh, the efforts uh, of the, uh, the signing of that. Well, today, before we get a chance to talk a little bit about the history of Juneteenth, Uh, Coming up also on today's edition of the Bill Bunkley Show, Governor DeSantis had a press conference shortly after noon today, and I'm going to walk through again what some of these numbers are indicating because if you are, well, for instance, if you're watching CNBC early in the morning, if you happen to be uh, a trader or an investor or just have that uh, place to pop into in the morning to see what's going on for your investments, maybe your 401K, well, you got David Favor every day. I love David. I, I love David. I like Jim Kramer. I, I like the that, that hour or so, uh, half an hour before the market opens, half an hour after the market opens, the nine to ten. Um, those are two sharp guys, and uh, I appreciate your commentary. Uh, but David Favor has been talking about Texas, been talking about Florida, uh, been talking about. Uh, well, let's just focus on Florida. Boy, those numbers are up again. Boy, uh, i tell you what, uh, those numbers are climbing in Florida. And uh, I love David, but uh, someone needs to give him a a little bit of a briefing uh, to understand what those numbers are all about because the governor made it very clear earlier today, and uh, I'll talk about that uh, coming up in just a moment. Plus, let me ask you a question. With the type of uh, world and culture that our kids are facing, are you doing everything you can to, well, raise those kids and make those kids very uh, resilient kids? Uh, we'll talk about that uh, top of the 5 o'clock hour with uh, Focus on the Families, Mike Haley. And that's going to be a very interesting discussion uh, about uh, the possibility of uh, plugging in with some instructional opportunities that uh, will really teach your kids Uh, some skills, give them some assets that uh, in some cases are going to set them apart from other kids. So we'll talk about that. Then don't miss this afternoon at 530. We have a very special interview coming up, uh, and uh, on both these interviews I had a chance to um, uh, conduct those earlier this afternoon. But Dr. Ted Bear himself, founder and publisher of Movie Guide, is going to be with me. And I have said many times that Movie Guide does a lot more than just giving us the briefings on a Friday afternoon of what movies we, we, we may uh, put on the list. It's okay for us to uh, expose to our families. And, of course, those movies that are on the X list. Uh, not X-rated. Just don't want to go see them. Well, there's two things. There is a film called The Habit. The Habit has just come out of post-production. They don't have a distributor yet. This is a movie, it's a a movie about someone who is uh, the drug culture, on the street, spaced out in drugs. But in this movie, Jesus comes and goes in many scenes, but Jesus is depicted as a lesbian. And uh, you'll find out more about that, but uh, movieguide.org has a petition drive that um, he is talking to several of the distributor uh houses in in hollywood and making the case why uh, this movie should not get widespread distribution um and it's just blasphemous and uh, so anyway you'll want to catch that and i hope that many of you who are christ followers uh, and again we love everyone Uh, we love adulterers we love uh, homosexuals we love transvestites I mean, we love people, but we we will draw the line that we are not going to endorse or uh, embrace um, uh, those type of activities that are outside of what uh, we know to be uh, truth uh, in the scripture. So uh, that's going to be one of the discussions at 530. And uh, there is a Planned Parenthood movie, and you're going to find out. You've heard me talk about lobbying for a lot of years. You're going to find out that what I do in Tallahassee, as well as thousands of other lobbyists, did you know that there are lobbyists that have offices set up right there in Hollywood? Do you know that Planned Parenthood has an office set up right there in Hollywood? And oh, by the way, it's not an abortion clinic. And in fact, it's not a medical clinic at all. It is a lobbying office. And uh, Planned Parenthood has gotten more and more active in lobbying. And by the way, you know that money that they say they get from the federal government, even though the president has cut that back? They'll say, we're not using that money for abortions. We're, we're using it for administrative and other things. Do you know they take, Dr. Barrett's going to talk about this, do you know that they take money that they get from the federal government and that's what's funding their lobbying office? And do you know that they pay movies, that they, they, they pay uh, folks that are, that are writing and putting the screen screenplays together? Do you know that they pay them uh, to support that particular movie if they will insert their Planned Parenthood pro-choice propaganda in the film? And now we have a film coming out that uh, it is uh, about a teenage girl uh, who gets pregnant and it glorifies the fact that her only option is to go and to get an abortion. Well, you're going to get an earful when we come up on the 530 hour. And just this sort of, uh, um, uh, uh, of setting that up, if you have very young children, I'm going to suggest that they not be, and I'll make that suggestion again later on this afternoon, that they not be in the presence of uh, our discussion of this. But I want to tell you, there is a lot going on, and that's what we're here to do. We're here to encourage you, but we're also here because there is a lot of issues, a lot of content that you're never going to hear uh, on on secular television nor secular radio. And I hope that's why each and every afternoon you can set aside a few moments uh, to be with yours truly on the Bill Bunkley Show. Now, as always, uh, we're going to talk about some topics. We're going to talk about Juneteenth here in a minute, and I want to talk about fathers. And if you'd like to enter that discussion, if you have a question or comment, uh, that number is 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. I also want to remind you that uh, you have an opportunity uh, to download our podcast or to listen to the podcast online. And uh, that's very easy to do. You can go to our website at let'stalkfake.com. That's letstalkfaith.com, and just click on the link for the podcast. And, again, you can download it and take it with you, uh, or you can listen online. And uh, until we get uh, back to full service, um, that's happening uh, more and more uh, as a posting on the following business day and not after the show. Uh, But we look forward to even getting back to to that uh, someday. Hey, have you registered for your brand-new book right here at letstalkfaith.com? It is a chance for you to win five copies. We have five different copies. Two of the copies are signed by the author, uh, Peter Jessick. The book is called Imprisoned with Isis, Faith in the Face of Evil. As I've mentioned, I'm probably uh, more than halfway through uh, this very compelling, uh, very compelling story. It's a true story. Uh, it's about uh, Voice of the Martyrs, uh, the regional rep, which was uh, the author, Peter Jacek. Uh He was in Africa meeting with some members of the underground church, came home when he went back to the Sudan. Uh, he was arrested by the officials there, and he was put in prison. He was tried uh, for uh, his actions of uh, developing Christian churches, and um, when you find out that they ended up putting him in a Prison cell with um, up to six different ISIS members, and I'm talking about the warrior types. That's uh, that's the setting for this book. And uh, just to give you a little bit of a hint, he's Czechoslovakian. So if it had been an American, uh, an American certainly would not have lasted any time at all inside the cell with the ISIS members. Now, again, uh, you can register today at Letstalkfaith.com. Letstalkfaith.com. All you have to do is to uh, do that. You put your name in a hat and you can register each and every day between now and uh, the end of the month. So let's get that done at listtalkfake.com. When we come back, hey, a little discussion about Juneteenth here on the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back.
8: We had the
4: before
3: you had the problem, CC's the best.
9: 85
10: 800 If you're like a lot of Floridians you've not been spending a lot of time in your car when you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield if you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement, was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember 813-96-GLASS 813-96-GLASS for Autoglass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. On June 19th comes a brand new film, Selfie Dad, available
11: at SalemNow.com. Selfie Dad is a very funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis. But when he's confronted with the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce. Watch
12: Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com and use promo code Tampa to save 20%. That's SalemNow.com, promo code Tampa
13: got I'm on my knees again. got I'm begging, please.
7: Again,
13: I need you. Oh, I need you. Walking down these days, I'm a thirsty soul. I
7: need you. Oh, I need you. Hey, welcome back, Bill Buncley here, I and, um, Tell you what, how much do we need Jesus? He is everything to me, and I hope that He's everything to you as well. Well, today is Juneteenth, and as we look back at uh, American history, and you know that I'm um, uh, very much a a supporter of history, and um, I'm not a supporter of the tearing down of all of the monuments. Particularly because those monuments, if we raise our children with the truth, and we realize that if we look at today's complete set of values, now let me be very clear, slavery was just as wrong then as it is today, but as we go back and try and look at some of the cultural nuances of the era, none of those make it any more right, none of it clears uh, the, the whole travesty uh, of, of slavery, but we've got to have remnants of that so that we can speak to our children. Uh, we've got to have uh, remnants that some of the individuals that did quite a bit for this country, well, some, some of them have bl- blind spots, not in the area of slavery, but in other areas, and I guess what I would ask a person, uh, are you without sin? Have you lived a sinless life? Let me ask this. Have you made some mistakes? Have you done some things to hurt or to offend or maybe physically hurt someone? And you might say, yes, I did. But, but today, I, you know, I, I've asked for forgiveness. It was wrong. and Jesus forgave me. Well, that's the whole point. We live in the age of grace. We live, importantly, in the age of redemption. And uh, for us to be just absolutely um, so looking so looking back in our past, and uh, and the reason why I say that Abraham Lincoln himself, the president that is responsible for this day, his very statue there in Boston Common, uh, with uh, the 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 African American slave. I mean, that's that's they've been painting on that, or they're cleaning it up. But that is a statue of the compassion of Abraham Lincoln uh, to someone that he was freeing from slavery. And so I'm going to talk about Juneteenth. But uh, today is a day where we make several connections. And so some of you may not be as familiar with Juneteenth as uh, some of the other. Uh, celebrations throughout the year, but as I said when we opened up the show, it's known by some different names. It's known by Emancipation Day, uh, Liberation Day, Jubilee Day, Freedom Day, and of course uh, Juneteenth. Why is it Juneteenth? Let me ask you a question. Can somebody, raise your hand please, can somebody tell me what today's date is? Anybody? Oh, okay, it's June 19th, Juneteenth, 19th, Juneteenth, 19th, you get it? Well, that's why uh, we celebrate this day, and uh, it really points to the liberation of all of those who had been held as slaves here in the United States of America. Now, it originated in the great state of Texas, even though it's now celebrated all around the country. It commemorates the Union Army General by the name of Gordon Granger. Gordon Granger, in Texas, announced the federal orders in Galveston, Texas, on June the nineteenth, 1865. Now think about where Galveston, Texas is. Galveston is on the Gulf Coast just below Houston. We know Galveston a lot because um, all of our Gulf um, um, waterfront regions uh, from the Texas-Mexico border all around to Key West and then we we come up on the Atlantic side. Uh, We in Florida have a pretty good geographical idea of uh, many of the places around the Gulf Coast because as the hurricanes come in and as they're veering down on this place or that place or you hear an announcer talking about where one is going in, uh, then that really helps you to um, get an idea of what um, uh, that location uh, is. And so um, it was actually at uh, a place called the uh, Ashton Villa, and uh, it is still, um, I'm looking at a picture of it, I don't know what, what date this picture is, but it is there for uh, those who would like to, uh, if you're in Galveston, uh, to go and to visit the House. Now, the Union's Emancipation Proclamation had officially outlawed slavery in Texas, and the other states did in rebellion with the U.S. almost two and a half years earlier. Think about this. We're celebrating this day, but the Emancipation Proclamation was written two and a half years earlier. And the defeat of the Confederate States, uh, their army, in April of 1865, it had allowed widespread enforcement of that to, and the key word here is to begin. But think about it. Texas was the most remote region of the slave states, and uh, with a very low presence of Union troops, so the enforcement there had been extremely slow and inconsistent before General Granger uh, arrived to make the announcement. Now, even though it is commonly thought of as celebrating the end of slavery in the United States, it was still legal and practice in the Union border states until December the 6th, 1865. That's when the ratification, anybody know what amendment to the Constitution we're talking about? The 13th Amendment to the Constitution abolished non-penal slavery uh, nationwide. Now back in uh, 1866, talk about celebra- celebrations, it was uh, a church-centered community gatherings in Texas. Think about that. And those were Christian churches. It spread all across the South and became the most commercialized uh, holiday in the 1920s and 30s. And often, well, food is a great part of it. Been great food festivals on Juneteenth. Now, fast forward to the 1960s during the Civil Rights Movement. um, It kind of got uh, glossed over by the struggle for post-war civil rights. And because of the fight for the civil rights, not just uh, abolishing slavery, this was uh, how it really began to shape in the 1970s with a focus on the American freedom. But nonetheless, uh, it, is, uh, it is a day for all of us to, um, to focus in on and to celebrate this day. When I come back, dads got a couple of thoughts for you as well. More of the Bill Bunkley Show, 877-943-9673. I'll be right back. Alone,
14: who took on
15: flesh, fullness of God in helpless,
9: babe, this gift of love in righteousness.
16: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Supporters of President Trump already camping out in Tulsa, Oklahoma, in anticipation of his first presidential rally in months due to the pandemic. Meanwhile, Mr. Trump has a message for any protesters at his weekend campaign rally. Without giving specifics, the president threatened possible action against protesters, saying they would be treated much differently than they had been in other cities. Apple is closing 11 stores in Arizona, Florida, North Carolina, and South Carolina. That had reopened just a few weeks ago. The decision comes amid rising infections in some states, particularly those that began loosening the restrictions requiring most people to stay home and most stores to shut down this spring. Employers adding 46, uh, adding jobs in 46 states this month. That's evidence that the U.S. economy's surprise hiring gain in May was spread broadly across the country. This is
17: Bill Carl here for my friends at Moss Nissan. You know, while the factories were slowing production and many dealerships were running out of cars to sell, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura went on an inventory buying spree, so you don't have to settle. Now with over a 1,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, Moss has a vehicle for everyone's budget. Before you buy that Nissan or Acura elsewhere, see Moss. They'll have the vehicle you want, the other guys might not. Their goal is to never lose your business over price, with many favorable finance programs, including 0% loans with approved credit. Moss Nissan Crystal River just received the prestigious Award of Excellence from Nissan. Great job, guys. And if you're searching for a new, improved service experience, Moss Service Departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Acura are the home of You Serve, You Save, which now applies to pastors and church workers in addition to vets, first responders, and active military. Locations in Newport, Ritchie, Crystal River, and now Florida Avenue. Or go to MossAcura.com and MossNissan.com.
11: This Father's Day weekend, June 19th, comes a brand new film, Selfie Dad, available at SalemNow.com. Selfie Dad is a very funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis who becomes an overnight social media phenomenon only to turn away from God and his family. But when he's confronted with a newfound friendship and the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness.
6: Some of these things I just can't
17: fix without some sort of direction. And I'm finding it right here in the Bible. God. God
11: can
3: do incredible
11: things selfie dad stars christian comedians michael jr and shonda pierce as well as grammy singer youtube star jamie grace and war rooms karen abercrombie it will inspire you to find the life-changing value of reading the bible watch selfie dad at salemnow.com and use promo code
12: tampa to save 20 percent. that's salemnow.com promo code tampa
1: Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for
16: Heart of Messiah. God will take the Jewish people from the nations and gather them into their own land, sprinkle clean water on them, give them a new heart, a new spirit, and they will live in the land that God has
1: given to our forefathers. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570,
0: Not because of who I am, but because of what you've done. Not because of what I've done,
1: but because of who you
7: are. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, casting crowns, to bring us back into this segment of the Bill Bunkley Show on this Friday afternoon. And um, I'll tell you what, that's one of my all-time favorites. And, um... That's why we have an opportunity to let you sort of just take a little time out of your day if you're with us, and so many of these uh, will become an encouragement to you. Uh, They are um, just kind of like just a breath of fresh air in the afternoon, and uh, that's why it's always a good idea that if you have the opportunity with a type of employment or around the house, especially around the house, hey, keep the praise music playing. Doesn't have to be loud, doesn't have to be real noticeable, but just keep that praise music in the background. You know why? Because music, if you go back and understand King David and understand uh, uh, how troubled he was and how trou- me—how troubled Saul was and how he would play the harps and try to soothe him, well, there's just something about, well, the spiritual world, the spiritual warfare, and we know that Satan's attacking us with his fiery darts 24-7. Having Having the the, the praising of the Lord, and just like we we had a chance to take a few moments out to do that, it, it is uh, it kind of sort of resets everything. Amen. Amen. Well, as we are uh, celebrating Juneteenth today, Friday. Excuse me. Uh, today's Friday, but uh, two days from now on Sunday, it's going to be Father's Day. Uh, let's talk about Father's Day for just a moment. Uh, The reason is, is because we first think of Father's Day, and we probably think of the stereotypical Father's Day. And that is a a father and a mother, and uh, it is a day that the children, everybody's gathered together in the early years, they're younger. Hopefully, as those children get older, uh, they look forward to coming back and uh, spending at least a, a lunch or uh, part of the day with their dad, same things on Mother's Day. and so uh, we certainly have the blessings of uh, of uh, what uh, Father's Day means to those families. But I, I want to spend a, a moment by the way, the phone lines are open at eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three i want to want to spend a moment to point out that uh, that picture is, is is not a picture that necessarily is widespread all across America. You know, today we are celebrating the fact that uh, our African-Americans were uh, officially um, process in place, but uh, the date that uh, the news finally reached to the outermost territory there in Galveston, Texas, that uh, President Lincoln had evoked the Emancipation Proclamation. But if I can just be honest today, um, these are difficult times in America, and it's difficult times because dads... On a widespread scale, or AWOL, first of all, the tragedy, not only in our inner cities, but within our African-American inner cities, and that's the focus of today, and I want to talk about it in terms of fatherhood, um, upwards of 75% or more of the kids have, in, the, in these inner cities, uh, black neighborhoods, uh, predominantly black, but uh, poor neighborhoods, Three out of four, they've never had a real fatherly influence because dad's not around, and so that is a tragedy. That certainly uh, pours into understanding why we're we're having the issues today. As as even some have said that uh, the late night rioters that are tearing up, you know, those aren't even adults. They're just kids that never grew up, and. I don't remember who made that statement uh, in the last couple of days. Let me just tell you, it wasn't me, but I'm, uh, you know, co-opting it for my discussion this afternoon. But before we, you know, start driving and thinking, well, yeah, you know, there's a problem. That's why the uh, black men aren't stepping up. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's go to the other AWOL dads. There's plenty of white dads who ended up uh, being a sperm donor and uh, have a son or a daughter out there, and they moved on. Plenty of uh, Hispanic folks, I mean I me, mean, I'm just saying that, hey, guys have gone out and uh, they, um, they let their pleasures run wild. They let their sin run wild, and uh, you know, we're now reaping, what has been uh... Sold. and it's not a pretty picture now if you think that's the only other group along with uh, absentee fathers in the inner cities and and uh, then others uh... who uh... Of, of other races who did the same thing uh, well we've got a, a very high divorce rate in america and in fact uh... the divorce rate um, for us uh, in terms of uh, those of the Christian Church, uh, it is uh, almost as bad. And it, 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 I mean, it, 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 in the Christian Church, when we look at divorce rates, there's not a lot of difference between the secular outside world and the church. Now, it's hard to even skew the divorce rates today because so many people don't bother to get married. They'll, they'll. Uh, get into a relationship, they'll cohabitate, they'll even go on to have children. But they never get married, and then the dad leaves, or the mom leaves, and you have the same effect. But they don't show up in the statistics of a broken home or divorce home because, why? Well, they never got married. So I say all that, that if and who are the guys that are listening this afternoon? It's not about what you did. That's, that, that, that really isn't the conversation of the afternoon. The idea is I'm not trying to make you look over your shoulder, So you even though you should. I'm talking about looking forward. I'm talking about having that gaze looking forward. And you know, Father's Day is a special time. If you don't know it, most kids with a father, they look forward to Father's Day, and just like they look forward to Mother's Day, and especially when they're younger, and even in, you know, hopefully in the middle school, high school, you know, as the day arrives, that's that day where there's a, there's a little shuffling around, because, uh, you know, it's Dad's Day, so... We kind of got to sneak out what you think dad wants to do you think he wants to do something you think we can buy him something and and so you have that expectation and uh even though you think that this is just a blessing for uh, the father on father's day and it is it's a great blessing it's a blessing for everyone and of course i, I could share the same thing about moms on mother's day but moms moms aren't checking out on kids like dads are. I mean, it is epidemic. It is ep-ademic. epidemic. It's an epidemic. Epidemic. And I say that three times to emphasize how bad it is. So think about this. You may not be living with your biological kids. And you may have gotten remarried. And in today's culture, you may have even gone on to uh, an alternate lifestyle. You may be self-identifying as uh, somebody else. But whatever it is, those kids need you. And as I said earlier, you can't unscramble eggs. So if, if you've gotten a divorce and gotten remarried, and all of that just, uh, in most cases, not all, most cases, it just makes it much more uh, complicated. Because you, you've got an ex-wife or an ex-husband, you've got the kids involved, and sometimes they're blended marriages because you remarry and you've, got, uh, you've taken on responsibility of, 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 of another set of kids, and so all those dynamics are flying. And oftentimes, once dad leaves the home, those kids aren't attended to by the dad like they were before. So I want to just make a suggestion. Father's Day 2020 would be a great time, first to pray about it. Pray what God would have you to do. Have you got some ground to make up with your kids? Are you even in a situation where you really haven't talked or seen your, seen your kids for several years? Now I know those situations can get real tough, and they're not a they're not a one-stop you know fix-it deal either. You know you. Sometimes it could take several get-togethers over several years to really uh, have everyone be in a mode of forgiveness and in in a redemption mode. But I want to remind you that this weekend, from this moment on this weekend, dads, this is an opportunity to reestablish yourself with your kids. And that's one of the most important, if not the most important thing you can do right now. We are seeing on the streets today what has happened with absentee fatherhood, with broken homes, with with, with homes uh, that parenting skills, which we'll talk about with we'll focus on the family, uh, they're not even something that a lot of those families it would even even occur to them. So, could you uh, could you pray about rec- either reconciling with your kids or looking to get back and get with them and do something very special. Because it's not just about you. And even if you feel guilty, even if you're dealing with guilt because you know that uh, the kids were the ones that suffered as a result of all of this, you feel guilty, and we feel guilty. One of the things we want to do, we just don't want to deal with stuff. We just want to, we just want to turn and walk away. Well, I I would just tell you that um, this would be one of those uh, very, very good opportunities to know that uh, it's not just about you and not to be driven away, because Satan would drive you away with that guilt. But, you know, overcome that. uh, Claim the blood of Jesus on your life. Ask for forgiveness of wherever you've been. And ask Jesus that he give you the wisdom For reconciliation, he give you the wisdom to reestablish these relationships and um, just go for it. Amen? Just go for it. Well, Father's Day 2020 coming up. And uh, even though some of those activities have been somewhat curtailed uh, because uh, we have some of the other challenges going on with COVID-19, I'm sure that there are a few things that uh, you and uh, that family, you and your family could think of to get out and uh, have some fun. Any thoughts about that? 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. It's the Bill Bunkley Show. Be right back.
18: This is good news, maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. This could save you money on top of all that you'll save each month by becoming a member of MediShare. So many people are looking for a healthcare solution right now, seeing the cost of COBRA plans, for instance. And MediShare is the affordable alternative to health insurance. The typical family saves $500 a month, but you might save even more. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs. And because of the current economic situation, they're making it easier than ever. Apply by June 30th. You can save an additional $170 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to receive your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch, like more than 400,000 people already have, and start saving. Here it is. Call eight four four fifty seven Bible. That's eight four four fifty seven Bible. eight four four fifty seven Bible.
17: As the will of the students goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is the central theme of Return to the Hiding Place, the film about Corrie Ten Boom and her secret army of teenagers' heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II. Corey's story was made famous by her book and original movie produced by the Billy Graham Association. Forty-five years later comes Return to the Hiding Place, the untold, behind-the-scenes true story of Corey's secret army of student teenagers' efforts to rescue Jewish people. Told by Hans Poli, one of Corey's teens in the resistance, Return to the Hiding Place is an action-packed film of the Dutch underground's True breathtaking rescue of an entire orphanage of Jewish children. Return to the Hiding Place, starring John Rice Davies. Watch this captivating film tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with the promo code Tampa. Return to the Hiding Place at SalemNow.com, promo code Tampa. Due to historical content, might not be suitable for
4: younger audiences. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, Forgotten Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and has been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Ronald Reagan and perhaps all of U.S. history. In Forgotten Country, Reed pushes back against left-wing evangelicals trying to shame Christians into turning against Trump. Revealing how liberals hope to reverse President Trump's pro-religious freedom policies. Why President Trump is the most pro-Israel president in history and why that should matter to all Christians in America. With first-hand personal and professional anecdotes from Dr. Reed's decades of work with President Trump, For God and Country is required reading in this election year. And for every conservative Christian. For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump. The new book by Dr. Ralph Reed, published by Regnery, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold.
3: Hi, I'm Brian Golden, lead pastor of Centerpoint Church, and I want to invite you to tune into Unfiltered Radio. Whether you're a skeptic, maybe you've been hurt by the church, or you are a Jesus follower, we want to help you in your journey of faith or investigating faith. On Unfiltered, we're honest, we try to speak at street level about what it means to follow Jesus and his teaching. And what you'll discover may lead you to give Jesus another look.
1: Listen to Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden weeknights at 630 on Faith Talk 570,
17: 910 and FM 102.1. Take Faith Talk AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com.
19: Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength. Between Sundays, here on Faith Talk AM five seventy and AM nine ten. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM five seventy and nine ten, streaming at Let's Talk Faith
20: dot
7: Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. I need to uh, alert you of uh, something that was happening in the United States Senate. Just a few moments we have left during this hour. It's, uh, the Democrats in the United States Senate, you know that Monday Supreme Court decision where Judge Roberts just decided he was going to make law again just like he did to, uh, to save Obamacare. Well, that emboldened, and that has emboldened not only the LGBTQ community all around the country, but it also emboldened uh, many people um, uh, up in Washington for both the House and the Senate. Well, the um, there was a bill that would elevate LGBT rights above religious freedom. Now, I want that to set in. I've talked about this for so long, and that is the fact that the First Amendment, religious liberty rights, those are protected by the Constitution. That's why we have RFRA, um, and that's why we passed RFRA. But yet we've talked about in recent years how these rights of sexuality seem to be trumping even the Constitution by way of the Constitutional Amendment, And so, all the Democrats, every single Democrat in the United States Senate, and two Republicans. I bet you can imagine who the Republicans are that voted to put uh, sex rights above religious liberty rights. Well, yep, one is Susan Collins of Maine. Uh, she voted for it. And this is called the so-called Equality Act. Now the House of Representatives passed it out last year, all Democrat votes, and this bill is uh, would extend protections for the LGBTQ individuals, and it would trump or supersede the rights of religious groups. Now hang with me; this was this was an important defeat today, but we were able to knock this back. One result would be forcing faith-based adoption agencies to place kids with the same-sex couples. Even when other adoption agencies are available, it would force them. We have some of that happening in jurisdictions, but imagine if that was the policy nationwide. Uh, Oklahoma Senator James Lankford, along with uh, Missouri Senator Joshua Harley, and Utah Senator Mike Lee, all Republicans, uh, were voting in block to to, to, to keep this from becoming uh, a law. The Equality Act says that if you're a faith-based adoption agency that only places children in a home where there's a mom and a dad, then you either have to change your faith or close. And so... The idea that this this was an attack on RIFRA. RIFRA is the Religious Freedom Restoration Act and uh, we help support that uh, way back in 1994 and it protects religious liberty. This is only the first attack on religious liberty. This is the door that has been left wide 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 open by Judge Roberts. Wide, 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 wide open by Judge Gorsuch. They voted with the four liberals on the court to redefine sex. And I tell you who's going to be hurt the first and the worst with this. It's women and it's women athletes. Think about those uh, girls that run track in Connecticut. I read a quote the other day from one of the young ladies that said, hey, we show up and we we, we get warmed up or ready to go, but we walk up to the line knowing, hey, we're going to get beat because the guy over here is going to beat us. Now, you can't say that to that gentleman because in some states, if you don't refer to them as a person, not them, if you don't refer to a person as they want to be identified as, you've got uh, got some civil penalties uh, to deal with. And who knows, maybe there's also criminal penalties as well. I'm just not that uh, um, not that sure about whether, if and when it's gone that far in some of these communities. But um, I'll tell you what, our religious liberty, religious freedom is under attack. And uh, by the way, if you haven't had a chance to visit, go to uh, floridareligiousliberty.com, floridareligiousliberty.com. That's our website for the Florida Ethics and Liberty Commission, of which I'm president of, and we're still reworking and got, got, got the new website up and running, but some of it's not updated. But, but take a visit, because that's a good place to you want to get familiar with, because we're going to be fighting more and more of these wars as we go forward. Well, we're going to take a quick time out, be joined by our answer stations in just a moment. So we'll deal with some, we'll deal with some of the topics and issues of the day. Um, I'll have a chance to um, probably let you hear from a cut or two from some of our national leaders. But nonetheless, this is a day that the Lord has made, but we must be vigilant as we live in this day. Um, Again, the phone lines will be open, even going the next hour at 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right
10: back.
1: Home Services is the Bay Area's most trusted heating and AC company. Integrity is their core belief, and you'll know for yourself within moments of meeting your technician. Right now, call 813 534 4117 and take advantage of a total system rejuvenation, including sanitizing ductwork, all for only $79. If you're not 100% satisfied, you don't pay. Learn more at acshomeservices.com or book today at 813 534 4117. 813 534 4117. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse.
15: You cannot entertain
1: any thoughts that it might be an option of whether I want to let these desires live and develop into sinful actions. There's no option. They have to die. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk AM 910 and FM 102.1. Online at Let's Talk Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at Let's Talk A service of the Salem Media
6: Group.
16: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany says President Trump will not tolerate any violence or destruction by protesters at his weekend rally in Oklahoma.
19: We will not see things like what we saw in Minnesota, where rioters lit an auto zone on fire, uh, or also in Minnesota, where protesters torched a police precinct, or in Seattle, where they've now set up a place called CHOP. They've taken over a part of the city, anarchists have.
16: The rally planned for Saturday in Tulsa. McEnany says safety precautions will be taken to prevent the spread of the coronavirus.
19: We are all on board with going to Oklahoma. We're taking appropriate measures like hand sanitizing and temperature checks and masks being provided at the door.
16: Supporters already camping out in anticipation of that rally in Tulsa. Also at srnnews.com, Senate Republicans sorting through their differences on the issue of qualified immunity for police officers. Capitol Hill correspondent Bob Agnew reports.
9: Qualified immunity shields police officers from civil lawsuits related to their duties enforcing the law. The White House and many Republican senators have called Democrats' plans to scale it back a non-starter. Differences are beginning to show, however, with Republican Mike Rounds of South Dakota calling his party all over the map on the issue now. Judiciary Committee Chairman Lindsey Graham says he's willing to have a conversation, but likely speaks for many in his party when he says if Democrats insist on eliminating immunity, it would be, in his words, a very short
16: conversation. Bob Agnew reporting. The nation's largest movie theater chain, AMC Theatres, is reversing an earlier decision. AMC now says that it will require patrons to wear masks upon reopening, and that is set to begin in mid-July. Wall Street is stumbling in afternoon trading after worries about rising coronavirus infections in several U.S. states undercut an earlier rally. The Dow is down 115 points ahead of the closing bell. This is SRN News.
15: Do you have constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating that keeps coming back? Take the five-question gut check to see if it could be more than occasional constipation. It could be irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC. Linzess, or Linaclitide, is a prescription medication that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess is not a laxative, it works differently. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements.
14: Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking. When Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain and swelling.
15: Talk to your doctor about whether Linzess is right for you. Go to linzess.com to take the five question gut check. That's dot com, or call 1-800-LINZES. Linzess
16: a religious freedom battle in Rhode Island. A local woman has filed a complaint against the library
7: and park in Westerly because she was banned from distributing religious literature there. Gail Blair tells the Rhode Island Commission for Human Rights that she should be allowed to hand out copies of the Gospel of John and engage in conversation with those who are willing. First Liberty Institute, which is representing Blair, calls her treatment, quote, outrageous and discriminatory.
16: Michael Harrington, SRN News. Mother's Supreme Court ruling in favor of transgender people is not out of step with public attitudes about LGBT issues. A recent APNORC poll found that 62% of Americans say they support banning discrimination against homosexual, lesbian, bisexual, or transgender people in workplaces, housing, and schools. White evangelical Protestants, the only group in the country that consistently opposes the homosexual agenda.
11: We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. On June 19th comes a brand new film, Selfie Dad, available at SalemNow.com. Selfie Dad is a very funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis. But when he's confronted with the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians. Canadians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce. Watch
12: Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com and use promo code Tampa to save 20%. That's SalemNow.com, promo code Tampa.
1: Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at Let's Talk Faith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group.
7: Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here on the Bill Bunkley Show, especially welcoming in all of you listening on AM 860 this afternoon. Fridays are always very super for me. Got to get a chance to spend some time with you once again. So glad that you're here. Hope you're having a great day. It's Juneteenth here all across the area as we are uh, joining uh, those African-Americans, especially those uh, who have descendants Uh, who were slaves back in the 1800s, and of course Juneteenth is the celebration of the day. Finally, two and a half years later, after President Lincoln signed uh, the Emancipation Proclamation, it finally made its way all the way down to the Gulf Coast, down to Galveston. So, uh, 860 folks, glad you're here. And how about 930, AM 930, Sarasota and Bradenton? It's always good to be with you. Um, I'm a little bit spoiled because you're with me every week. Uh, every day of uh, every week, from Monday through Friday, at the four o'clock hour. Glad that you're here, and of course, uh, my brothers and sisters on our Faith Talk uh, channel, uh, and of course, that's uh, where I'm. Uh, that's my home for the full three hours of the day. Um, remembering that the Bill Bunkley Show, we're part of the Salem Media Group, and as always, our phone lines will be open at eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. That's 877-943-9673. Well, what a week it has been. Not only have uh, we have been dealing with uh, COVID-19, uh, dealing with uh, continuing demonstrations uh, over uh, injustice in this land. Uh, today, uh, we have the celebration of the Emancipation Proclamation and Friday, I mean, this is Friday, I did this last hour too, this is Friday and come Sunday it's going to be Father's Day. So we've got a lot packed in here. My first topic of the afternoon is I want to talk about a press conference that our governor had uh, just after noon this afternoon. And the reason why I want to talk about that is there is a, a lot of misinformation Um that has been floating around, particularly about Florida, about Florida being reopened and Florida joining uh, other states like Texas and a couple of others, that especially on the, on the national level, we have some very, very thin reporting. Ah, does that surprise you? And what I mean by thin is, is that if anyone just looks at the headlines, Oh, we've got a lot more COVID cases in Florida. See, you opened up the state too early, and all these folks are now getting sick. And we're going to have a, a phase two, and you're going to have you're, you, governor, are going to have to shut down the state. Not so. Not so. You know, the problem with this story is to get the story straight, you have to do some homework. And to get the story straight, you have to pay attention. And, of course, if you don't want to get the story straight, there's a couple of headline components. It's just like you tell a half half of a story. You know, the half of the story would be, man, he just barreled through that intersection. He hit that car. That car went spinning. Uh, I can't believe him. He hit that so hard that, that, that it's a wonder those folks didn't die. And then you look down the end of the story, and uh, you see a little add-on. Investigators have determined that the accelerator in the man's car who barreled through the intersection, his accelerator malfunctioned, uh, and it was... Uh, the stuck position was the cause of the accident. <laughs> My friends, that's what we got going on with uh, the last uh, three or four day cycle of the COVID-19 story. I'm sure you've heard it. They're up again. Another record again. Oh, uh, this is the third day. To, oh, this, this this the fourth day. It has outdone all the others. Remember, we're talking about new, new, new cases. And I want you to focus in on the fact that we are testing more and more and more people. We know there are people who have been exposed to COVID-19. We know that there are people who've had COVID-19 and never knew they had it or had very uh, minimal symptoms. And we told you six weeks ago, I told you six weeks ago, that we have no idea how widespread this is in the population, and that weeks down the line, when we really get accurate information, as opposed to pro- projections, we're going to see how small the percentage of people who have passed away, it keeps shrinking. But that the convenient truth is, is that to continue the narrative, because Ron DeSantis, he's dangerous. Why is he dangerous? Well, because he hangs out with the president. He does many of the similar policy things that the president does. Therefore, he's dangerous. And if we're going to defeat, if we're going to defeat Trump in Florida, we've got to make sure that the people in Florida uh, have a um, a narrative uh, that has been uh, beaten and beaten and beaten upon them. Uh, doesn't have to be true, but it's the narrative that they actually fall into. Would it surprise you today that the governor said that we are experiencing a dramatic decline? Now, I want you to do a little experiment for me. As you get on into the evening, if you listen to any of the local news or later on any other news networks, I wonder how much and to what effort the press is going to go into at least giving you the journalistic story as to the facts and the statistics behind this statement by Governor DeSantis calling it a dramatic decline today. The average age of a coronavirus patient in Florida has dropped significantly from the uh, 60s. If you remember, like six weeks ago, two months ago, let me refresh your memory. The average age for a COVID-19 patient was 60. Now you know 65 is where we're getting into the danger zone. Or anybody else who has one of the one of the the the, the bad categories like myself with a uh, compromised immune system. So, yeah, back then, man, everybody is in their 60s. Why? Because we weren't testing anybody else. Today, um, the average age of someone with coronavirus, guess what it is? It's 37. Hang with me now. Now, you remember about six weeks ago? How many people who didn't show any symptoms, how many people were tested who were age 37? The answer is zero. (laughs) Zero. Didn't have enough equipment, didn't have enough test kits. They were trying to go to the area of the population most uh, uh, in the crosshairs. And now we're testing all these people, and guess what? We're testing all these people who are well below the risk age. Is anybody bothering to tell you that? No, because it doesn't meet the, the narrative. governor was down um, in South Florida at the Ernest R. Graham Center on the campus of Florida International University. That's down at Miami-Dade. The governor said what we've seen over the last couple of weeks is really a dramatic decline in that median age. Last week, again, the median age was 37. The governor said the median age of coronavirus patients in Palm Beach County was now down to 40. Broward's 41, and Miami-Dade is all the way down to 33. (laughs) Oh, my, my. Sounds like uh, the governor's plan to separate those three counties with the rest of the state. not a bad idea well you think he's gonna get credit for that No. now remember this I'm gonna say it twice those under the age of 40 who do not have any significant underlying conditions are much, much less likely to be hospitalized or to suffer a fatality. Again, all these tests are coming back because we're testing so many wider areas of the population. These are the folks that, by and large, it's, it's not even minuscule hardly minuscule hardly that they can be tested But they're going to fight off disease, they're going to weather off the disease, and they're going to keep going. Some of them don't even know they have symptoms. They are much, much less likely to have to go to the hospital. And another case in point, do you realize a lot of, hey, you can go ahead and test me. I'm fine, you can test me. Oh, I've got the Coronavirus. A significant portion of the people being tested, they don't even know that they have the coronavirus. They're not. They're not showing any symptoms. They're not sick. And a lot of those will go through this. Their bodies will fight it off. And until you get tested, or you, or you get the antibodies, te- antibodies test, antibodies test down the road that says, "Hey, you had coronavirus." Now, keep in mind, what, why is it spiking with this age group? Who, what age group are are most of the individuals that are now getting out and around? It's this age group. They're back to work. They're down. They're going to the bars. They're going here. They're going there. Some of them are out on the streets. Well, with the younger Floridians that are getting out, well, they're going to get out and socialize, so you're going to see some numbers in this area. That was anticipated. And you're trying to get people to kind of separate and try not to do, uh, you know, the close content. But, you know, your hands are tied sometimes. And as long as the bars and the close contacts uh, where you're just sitting and you're not moving around, and particularly you're not wearing a mask to at least protect yourself, Realize, and I know it's controversial, but if people wore masks, if they had COVID-19, they probably wouldn't affect anybody that they're walking past uh, or spending their time with. Now, here's the headline. The headline was today, cases in Florida skyrocketed by an additional 3,822 across the state. Well, we're not doubting that. The problem is, or the issues are, hospitals right now, the capacity in hospitals, and they're doing outpatient surgeries in addition to those that have to be hospitalized for something else. Do you realize that hospital, that, that hospital beds are in a greater supply than they were when we shut everything down and sent everybody home, and you couldn't even have an electric surgery? Again, keep your eye on number of folks going to the hospital. What's that rate every day? Keep your eye on the folks that have to go to IC and ICU and uh, get to ventilator. And, of course, keep a number of those that have passed away. And remember, those are passing away still in that 60 and up age range. 877-943-9673. Be right back.
17: carl here for my friends at moss nissan you know while the factories were slowing production and many dealerships were running out of cars to sell moss nissan and moss acura went on an inventory buying spree so you don't have to settle now with over a thousand new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from moss has a vehicle for everyone's budget before you buy that nissan or acura elsewhere see moss they'll have the vehicle you want the other guys might not Their goal is to never lose your business over price, with many favorable finance programs, including 0% loans with approved credit. Moss Nissan Crystal River just received the prestigious Award of Excellence from Nissan. Great job, guys. And if you're searching for a new, improved service experience, Moss Service Departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Acura are the home of You Serve, You Save, which now applies to pastors and church workers in addition to vets, first responders, and active military locations in newport richie crystal river and now florida avenue or go to mossacura.com and mossnissan.com
18: thank you for making my dream a reality and publishing my very first book
21: karen notner is author of is jesus your pearl
18: you encouraged me you laughed with me and you held my hand through the entire process
21: karen's publisher is Zulon press Do you dream about publishing? Make the dream real with America's fastest-growing Christian book publisher. Your free publishing guide is waiting at christianpublishing.com. Thank you
20: so much to all the wonderful professionals at Zulon Press.
21: Visit Zulon Press at christianpublishing.com.
1: Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't
2: know the Son. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God have commanded the light to shine out of darkness?
1: Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com.
7: back bill bunkley here i feel like taking a poll isn't that one of the most pristine voices you've ever heard whitney houston i'll tell you what i could i could listen to whitney houston and especially when when uh you know those opportunities when uh she would shift to uh the gospel music of what she was raised on. Mm, mm, mm. Wow, like many would say, that sister knows how to sing, and um, uh, we really miss her. Well, we're going to get to some interesting cuts. Going to kind of jump around a little bit this afternoon on this Friday afternoon, as this is the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. This is what we say the conservative hour is. Now, we we we're not, it's not we're not conservative the first and the third hour, but. We've got a little more of a Christian worldview emphasis. This is where we deal with the issues of the day, therefore why I was talking uh, about um, what I deem to be a, a good job by our Governor Ron DeSantis with this, uh, um, <laughs> this plague that nobody had a playbook for. Nobody had the playbook and um, continues, to, um, continues to do well. 877-943-9673. Anthony is in Tampa. Anthony, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show.
8: Good day, Bill. You know, you're a Florida guy, so you, you've you pretty much been around and uh, witnessed the news and a transition from serious news, reliable news, to what now is dramatized, uh, overemphasizing uh, and just overkill of, of certain happenings. I remember when we, I moved, first moved here in, in, in 1973, the, and within, and in within an hour's time, you can get consistent news without the bias, without the, the, the slants. And now, you know, you've got stations that provide 13 hours of news daily, yet there's nothing new, nothing important, nothing relevant. It's all it's all mixed in with uh, entertainment, celebrity news, uh, animal videos, uh, you know, um, food, um, reportings. Uh, it, it's just become a whole uh, a mixture of all sorts of of non important, nonsensical uh, topics. It's just, and I think that's what's happening. I think these stations, they 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 mesmerize their viewers to the point where the viewers soak in everything that these people give them. Uh, it's no longer uh vital news, it, it, deep and in, uh investigative uh reporting. I think they just report the surface, I uh uh details and they let it ride. Well, well because it's not how even,
7: it? it's not even just the surface. I call it news opinion. We don't have the news today. We right. got news opinion. Everything we're told, we're giving a spin or a narrative. And by the way, uh, on conservative-leaning areas, this is a, you know, this is a, a bipartisan deal. But, but, Anthony, it's news opinion. Now, let, let, me, let me just take a minute and go back. You're right. Born and raised here. This was a little cattle town a and a port town. Dale Mabry Highway was two lanes pretty much from Kennedy Boulevard all the way up and where i live now in Carrollwood, all it was was a, it was a two-lane road with cow pastures uh orange trees snakes uh gators of course i loved it but let me tell you news was this you'd get a few moments of the news it would be a set of facts the fire right. happened here this this or uh there was a shooting here this is this, it this. and then later on you might have a different report I'm thinking more like an evening news or a newspaper where you would get an editorial opinion about what happened factually. We don't have that anymore. And I can tell you, Anthony, at least, and by the way, the Tribune was certainly not a right-wing rag newspaper, the Tampa Tribune. But for many years, we were very fortunate because we had a two-newspaper town. And the St. Pete Times has already been, always been way left of center, at least the Tribune... In order to compete, whether it was heartfelt or not, I know there were some conservatives there, Uh, we had a place to go that wasn't what we're dealing with now. It's the same thing that's happened, Anthony, on the national level. We've got, uh, just like a bunch of liberal newspapers around the state, we've got liberal cable. And, Anthony, what they do is they will appeal to a person's least intelligent level. (laughs) <laughs> that's why you have all the filler stuff, <laughs> right? the this, the sure. that. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and you ask yourself, how many hours am I going to waste in my life? I could give away five to eight years if I don't watch myself, if I just sit there and let my right. mind be like a sponge. Anyway, I'll be quiet and let you finish up.
8: <laughs> well, the thing is that people have taken these individuals, these news anchors, as their buddies. Which they don't these people don't know you yet you devote so much time to listening to them to uh to listening to their their personal opinions, which in fact they're not getting paid to share their personal opinions. They're getting paid to report the news straight forward and without bias. Yet when I when this whole incident with Mr. Floyd happened, there's one individual, uh I would say he's a he's the main news anchor at one of these stations Made the statement that he understood that with with the images of the fires being set up and cars being are burning behind them. He makes the statement that he understands the feelings and the whole uh, 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 scenario that's happening in Minneapolis. How, how where do you get off <laughs> doing that? I mean, it's not your job to put in your personal opinions. And it's but a, Anthony, a, it's, it's Anthony, defying. it is it
7: is his job. It is his job because the paradigm has changed. It's his, now what you're doing is you are applying the past when it wasn't their job. I guarantee you today the guy or the gal who's cutting your paycheck, if you're in journalism, that is your job. Right. Now look, yeah. I, got, yeah, I got I got a lot I, I got some close ones. I, I got friends who are the very folks that are operating in in this realm. I love them. They're good people, and have a good relationship. Now we don't agree on much when it comes to the issues, but uh, and we're not dismirching anybody. But this is what the industry calls for, Anthony. If you're going to go apply to do one of these jobs, that's what you're going to have to do. So I just I got to take a break, but just keep in mind I'm with you, and yeah, it, it ought to go back to the way it was. But we just got to say, hey, you know what? We got to be smart about this. This isn't the way it is. And we've got to learn the difference. One
8: word, one word to describe it is disingenuous. Clear is cut across the board, disingenuous. Because oh, if yeah. you, yeah, if you can't, if you have to bow down and compromise and give in to what the program director, the station, five seconds is dictating, then that's that's ridiculous. That's just that's This just
7: case closed. Ridiculous, disingenuous. Thank you, Anthony. I'm Bill Buckley. I'll have some cuts to uh, when I come back. Don't go away.
16: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The White House is emphasizing safety precautions to be taken at President Trump's Saturday night rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma. With health officials warning about the coronavirus risk at large gatherings, Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany says the Trump campaign is focused on safety. However, McEnany says attendees won't be required to wear masks, and she doesn't intend to wear one. Separately, the Oklahoma Supreme Court has rejected a request to require everyone, including the president, to wear a face mask and maintain social distancing inside the arena to guard against the spread of the coronavirus. On Wall Street today... Stocks ending a wobbly day mixed about worries of coronavirus infections in several states, undercutting an early rally. The Dow lost 208 points. This is SRN News.
22: This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com.
1: President Trump is officially launching his reelection campaign on June 20th in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Before Tulsa's black residents were massacred by a racist mob in 1921, Tulsa was home to what was known as Black Wall Street, a hub for an emerging class of affluent black entrepreneurs. In the decades after the Civil War, former slave Booker T. Washington spearheaded the creation of a black entrepreneurial class through his Tuskegee Institute, rooted in the biblical foundations of human dignity and the merit of hard work. Washington wrote that the black slave came out of bondage, quote, with a hammer and saw in his hands and a Bible in his hands, unquote. The president has an opportunity to shift the conversation towards the heroic successes of black people despite the troubling history. He can shift the focus from victimhood to victory. I hope he uses it.
17: I'm Jerry Boyer. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu As the will of the students goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is the central theme of Return to the Hiding Place. The film about Corey Ten Boom and her secret army of teenagers' heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II. Corey's story was made famous by her book and original movie produced by the Billy Graham Association. Forty-five years later comes Return to the Hiding Place, the untold, behind-the-scenes true story of Corey's secret army of student teenagers' efforts to rescue Jewish people. Told by Hans Poli, one of Corey's teens in the resistance, Return to the Hiding Place is an action-packed film of the Dutch underground's True. Breathtaking rescue of an entire orphanage of Jewish children. Return to the Hiding Place, starring John Rice Davies. Watch this captivating film tonight with your older children at salemnow.com and save 20% with the promo code TAMPA. Return to the Hiding Place at salemnow.com, promo code TAMPA. Due to historical content, might not be suitable for younger audiences. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com.
6: The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within, over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are, it's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines.
7: We're back, Bill Bunkley. <clears throat> Excuse me. Phone lines open at 877-943-9673. Of course, the Bill Bunkley Show, part of the Salem Media Group, all across the country. Your number one source for anything that has to do with conservatism, uh, biblical worldview, and uh, boy, not only we don't really have our radio stations throughout the land, uh, got town hall, got Reddit's, and uh, boy, I tell you what, we've got a lot of resources ready for you to deploy. Glad you're with us on the show this afternoon. Well, let's just hit on a few topics as we um, have a chance to hear from some of our national leaders today. Uh, The first up is um, today is Juneteenth, and um, some of you may not know the history, the history that goes along with the, the scourge on this country known as slavery. Do you know that the political parties that we have today, do you know that there was an absolute flip in philosophy? Do you know who was arguing for slavery uh, in the 1860s? Now, you may think it's those mean old conservative Republicans, but you would be wrong. The Democrat Party dominated the South. The Democrat Party were the wholehearted supporters of unbridled slavery. If you want to know where the Ku Klux Klan came from, it came from Democrat origins. You you see so often that the busier that we get, we don't have a chance to drill down in history. We don't have a chance when we have the revisionists that have been have been hitting these books for a long time, and uh, I, I I'm not gonna I'll, I'm not gonna offend somebody, but I am no fan of the public school history books, not at all. In fact, uh, not a fan of a lot of history books. That's why I'm so glad that Regnery Publishing, which is part of Salem Books. I am, uh, I am just so pleased that uh, over the last uh, two or three years uh, we have signed so many of the nation's top conservative authors and uh, the content that we are putting out uh, that uh, clearly, uh, clearly lines up most of the time with the truth of history, uh, but um, you keep revising things year after year after year and you find yourself that you have a population that's clueless and by being clueless, they, they have a, an entirely different set of facts. And when the set of facts aren't true, you know, some bad things can happen. So remember that it was the Republican Party who was fighting to free the slaves. It was the Democrat Party that if they had their way, slave, if they had won the war, And if uh, they would have uh, retained power, maybe the slaves would not have been freed today. I don't know. Nobody has a way of knowing, but it certainly is interesting to talk about. Now, in these times and what we're seeing on the streets of America, and again, I'm not referring to the um, uh, peaceful protests, but... uh, The mayhem that's been happening with folks just bent on destroying, destroying things. Uh, You have um, uh, Mr. McCarthy, who is the minority leader in the House of Representatives up up in in D.C. And I want you to hear from him because he's going to address this very topic. It's a very interesting topic. And today, since the Confederate Party is so, so controversial, is there any reason by many Democrat leadership don't want you to know the truth that the Confederacy and the Democrat Party was basically one and the same, those Southern Democrats? Listen in. Well,
2: I know Speaker Pelosi, I heard she's going to remove four um Former Democrat speakers, one of them was a Whig first, and then became a, then moved to the Democratic Party. So all four Democrats. She believes she wants to them. The speaker has the power to do that. Statutes are different, so she has the right to do that. But but it raises another question. If the speaker concerned about that, should she also start talking about changing the name of her party and actually changing the nominee? Because remember, in 1977, Biden, what he said about segregation policies, like busing, would mean his children would grow up in a radical jungle. Or in 1993, to support his crime bill, Biden said, we have predators on our streets, that they are beyond the pale, and that we have no choice but to take them out of society. Then what about in 2010, while he was vice president? Biden made the decision to deliver a eulogy of the former Klansmen. And what do they call them? The Cyclops? Robert Byrd's funeral? But what did he say there? What did he say when he went to that funeral in 2010 when he was vice president of the United States? Where he called him a friend, a mentor, and a guide. A friend, a mentor, and a guide. For those four Democrats that are speakers that Nancy Pelosi wants to remove, she never met any of those. She worked with Vice President Biden. She's nominating Vice President Biden. She endorsed Vice President Biden, who said at Robert Byrd's funeral he was a friend, a mentor, and a guide. So the Speaker's concerned about that. I think she should be really concerned about the history of her party, of what her party has done. So shouldn't they change the name if they're going to be different? Shouldn't they change the nominee if they want to be different? I'm very proud of the history of the Republican Party. I'm proud of the fact that our first president was Abraham Lincoln. That's why I have his portrait in my office. I also have a portrait of Frederick Douglass. I wonder, what if Abraham Lincoln had not been assassinated the malice towards none? Would we have ever had Jim laws that were developed by the Democrats in the South? Would KKK ever have been developed? I mean, the history that we have, I want to make sure we learn from it so we do not repeat it. Nancy Pelosi has a right to remove those statutes. Uh, I mean, not to remove the statutes, to remove the portrait. But it also raises the question, I wish she would go further. She should start talking about who her nominee is and put the same standards to that nominee. And she also put the same standards to the name of her party itself.
7: And that was the minority leader um, of the United States uh, House of Representatives, uh, Leader McCarthy. And... Um, You know, history has uh, a funny way about it, especially when you can take direct quotes and that you can verify those direct quotes and you have sources rather than just as social media is uh, so uh, attuned to today, you can just throw it out there. And if you have a statement that goes with the V word, which is viral, and a whole bunch of people start buying into it, and how many times has something totally untrue gone viral? And oh, by the way, in that same sort of social media, declare guilt first, then have a trial, And then never bother to tell folks in the same bold letters of someone's innocence. Uh, Everything we do in this country seems to be getting more and more where we are going to be judge and jury in the public opinion. And uh, we'll get to the facts a little bit later on. But history in this area cannot be rewritten. And so if you've never heard that story, I challenge you. You can go look it up and uh, find out more about uh, uh, who were the players uh, at the Civil War and um, who were they aligned with. And for some of you, that'd be a very interesting study. 877 943 9673. Um, Jose, who are you ever lined up here? All right, got a next caller. uh, Welcome to Bill Bunkley Show. Hello.
2: Hello. Hello,
5: my name is Richard. Am I on the show?
7: Hey, Richard, I'm sorry, Bill Bunkley here. There was a little glitch going back and forth in my earpiece. Welcome to the show, Richard.
5: Great, thanks. So you were just talking about kind of understanding truth and history, and it's actually the first time I've been listening to your radio show, but I wanted to make people aware of people like uh, Thomas Sowell and Shelby Steele and Walter Williams and another, a bunch of other black scholars that are out there that actually tell the history from kind of after the Civil War up until the civil rights there in the 1960s, which actually shows that blacks were improving their life significantly, they were making economic gains, their families were together, and it's really been only since the 1960s that the, 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 a lot of these problems within the black community have started to get so bad. And so I want to make people aware of that. And that also a guy named Jason Riley, a really good book. He's a Wall Street Journal editor, and he wrote a book called Please Stop Helping Us, How Liberals Make... Uh, lives more difficult for black for black people so that's kind of my comment today on anything that those people have written or are out on youtube or anything you just watch it and you'll get a whole new picture of the the history of, of the black community from after the civil war until the civil rights there and you'll see how it's really gone downhill since then so thank you now
7: one of those one of those was bob woodson right did you mention bob woodson
5: Bob Woodson is also another one. There's, a, there's yes. a gentleman named Coleman Hughes, a couple of young people. Coleman Hughes is a new guy on the scene. John McWhorter, Candace Owens that they're young, they're old, they're scholars, they're professors they' some of the older ones have lived through segregation and and yes. one of the things that they all like to say is that 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 one of the things that's actually handicapping minority communities right now is people like Black Lives Matter who, For people who are already in difficult circumstances economically or in difficult communities, then they add on top of them the further uh, weight of what you're a victim. Systemic racism is causing you. The system is is keeping you down. So not only are you in difficult circumstances, but, hey, you need to fight against the man, you know, and they'll they'll all say that, that, that that's a further weight that they're putting on people who are already struggling to make their way forward in life.
7: Well, I tell you what—we got to take a break. But uh, thanks for calling, and you are absolutely right. There are uh, the handful that he had just mentioned. Um, they are conservative, uh, older African American um, uh, professors, educators, and very interesting when you look at the statistics of the closeness of the black family. And I think it began to uh, transform in the mid '50s, certainly in the '60s, but. Uh, I've also been uh, reading uh, a lot of those, uh, a lot of the work by those fine scholars. But uh, you really gotta, you really gotta look for it, uh, it, it or, 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 or um, start to raking through some of the uh, conservative sites to rake, rake through some of the other articles, and you'll find them there. Gotta take a break. Eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. It's the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back.
17: Phil Carl here for my friends at Moss Nissan. You know, while the factories were slowing production and many dealerships were running out of cars to sell, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura went on an inventory buying spree, so you don't have to settle. Now with over a 1,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, Moss has a vehicle for everyone's budget. Now before you buy that Nissan or Acura elsewhere, see Moss. They'll have the vehicle you want, the other guys might not. Their goal is to never lose your business over price, with many favorable finance programs, including 0% loans with approved credit. Moss Nissan Crystal River just received the prestigious Award of Excellence from Nissan. Great job, guys. And if you're searching for a new, improved service experience, Moss Service Departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Acura are the home of You Serve, You Save, which now applies to pastors and church workers in addition to vets, first responders, and active military. Locations in Newport, Ritchie, Crystal River, and now Florida Avenue or go to MossAcura.com and MossNissan.com.
10: If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement. was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813 96 GLASS. 813 96 Glass for Autoglass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. On June 19th comes a brand new film, Selfie Dad,
11: available at SalemNow.com. Selfie Dad is a very funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis. But when he's confronted with the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce.
12: Watch Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com and use promo code Tampa to save 20%. That's SalemNow.com, promo code Tampa.
1: Weekdays at 1 p.m. Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. I'm not lying. My conscience testifies with me, enlightened and prompted by my spirit. So the connection is Simon Peter received it through
6: his conscience working with the Holy Spirit.
1: Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570, 910 and online at Let's Talk
4: in the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, Forgotten Country The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and has been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro life cause since Ronald Reagan and perhaps all of U.S. history. In Forgotten Country, Reed pushes back against left wing evangelicals trying to shame Christians into turning against Trump revealing how liberals hope to reverse President Trump's pro-religious freedom policies, why President Trump is the most pro-Israel president in history, and why that should matter to all Christians in America. With first-hand personal and professional anecdotes from Dr. Reed's decades of work with President Trump, For God and Country is required reading in this election year, and for every conservative Christian. For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, the new book by Dr. Ralph Reed, published by Regnery, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold.
17: Take Faith Talk
7: And we're back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. Phone lines are open. If you'd like to be next to join the conversation, that's 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. Well, one of the stories this week was the turncoat. That's what some are calling the Chief Justice of the United States of America, Mr. Roberts. And uh, Mr. Roberts goes to Washington. And uh, whether we begin airing it this weekend or, or on Monday, I have a uh, my next uh, installment of something to think about talks about the fact that Judge Roberts, uh, I think he applied for the wrong job. I think he's working for the wrong entity. Uh, and the reason is is because he, is getting to be an activist judge on the level of some of the greatest liberals um, going back to the era of the Warren Court with Roe versus Wade. And I want to tell you, the controversy is building not only the Supreme Court, but over Justice Roberts, and we'll have to see if Judge Gorsuch uh, is going to be filling that same bill. Many don't think so, but I don't have a high trust level. But uh, I think he applied for the wrong job. You know, a a Supreme Court justice is supposed to be an umpire, the umpire of the Constitution, the umpire of the text of the Constitution. And when uh, a proposed law comes before them, they are to call balls and strikes, period. They're not to stop the game and have a commentary about what I think the pitcher was doing and why that ball sailed on him. That's not the job of the umpire. That's not the job of the judge. Balls and strikes. But I want to tell you that uh, for him, he's writing new laws from the bench. And as you know, writing of a law is, well, it's the responsibility of the legislative branch. We have three branches, executive, legislative, and judicial. And remember that the founding fathers uh, the judicial was just like the little stepchild that will have to deal from now, from, from time to time. Oh, would they be absolutely livid about the un, unintended consequence that they set up because that branch is gone, gone on? Well, with the long list of Roberts' cases, he has decided by inserting his personal opinions. I think he should have applied for a job for we the people and uh, run for office, and be over in the Congress, and certainly not in the Supreme Court. Well, I'm not the only one that has some views about this. Let's go out to the Texas uh, to the Texas uh, Longhorn State, if you will, and um, let's have a chance to hear from Senator Cruz on the same topic.
22: Mr. President, today's decision from the U.S. Supreme Court in Department of Homeland Security versus Regents of the University of California is disgraceful. Judging is not a game. It's not supposed to be a game. But sadly, over recent years, more and more Chief Justice Roberts has been playing games with the court to achieve the policy outcomes he desires. This case concerned President Obama's executive amnesty, amnesty that President Obama decreed directly contrary to federal law. He did so with no legal authority. He did so in open defiance of federal statutes. And, of course, he was celebrated in the press for doing so. Obama's executive amnesty was illegal the day it was issued, and not one single justice of the nine Supreme Court justices disputed that. Not a one. Chief Justice Roberts wrote the majority opinion, joined by the four liberal justices on the court. This is becoming a pattern. The majority assumes that DACA, Obama's executive amnesty, is illegal, and then bizarrely holds that the Trump administration can't stop implementing a policy that is illegal. Think about that for a second. And in fact, it's even worse. The majority explicitly concedes, of course, the administration can stop an illegal policy. All parties agree, that's a quote, all parties agree, that, quote, DHS may rescind DACA. OK, easy. Everyone agrees DHS can rescind, da- rescind DACA, right? Hmm, not so fast. A clever little twist. The majority says, you know what, the agency's legal explanation wasn't detailed enough. Yeah, you got the authority to do it. Everyone agrees. There's no argument that you don't have the authority to do it. But we're checking your homework, and, you know, the memo you wrote.
7: Well, that'll wrap up hour number two. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up with Focus on the Family and the Movie Guide. Don't miss either segment over on our Faith Talk station, Jay Sekulow
3: up next on our answer station. Hey, are you guys open?
7: Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on
1: in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more at surroundtampa.com
3: on Unfiltered, we're honest. We try to speak at street level about what it means to follow Jesus and his teaching. And what you'll discover may lead you to give Jesus another look.
1: Listen to Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden weeknights at 630 on Faith Talk 570, 910 and FM 102.1. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at Let's Talk Faith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group.
23: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The White House is emphasizing safety precautions to be taken at President Trump's Saturday night rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reports.
12: With health officials warning about the coronavirus risk of large gatherings, Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany says the Trump campaign is focused on safety.
19: We are administering hand sanitizer, masks to those who are in attendance should they decide to wear them, and we are taking temperature checks.
12: However, McEnany says attendees won't be required to wear masks, and she herself doesn't intend to wear one. She also says the president won't tolerate any violence or destruction by protesters in Tulsa. Greg Clugston, Washington.
23: The Oklahoma Supreme Court rejected a request to require everyone attending President Trump's rally in Tulsa this weekend to wear a face mask and maintain social distancing inside the arena to guard against the spread of the coronavirus. The court ruled Friday that the two local residents who asked that the thousands expected at the rally be required to take the precautions couldn't establish that they have a clear legal right to the relief they sought. Juneteenth isn't a holiday yet.
21: June 19th marks the day in 1865 enslaved African-Americans in Galveston, Texas, were told the Civil War had ended and they were free. The Emancipation Proclamation freed the slaves in the South in 1863, but was not enforced in many places until after the end of the Civil War in 1865. The day is recognized in 47 states and the District of Columbia, with Hawaii, North Dakota, and South Dakota, the only states without an official recognition. A number of companies are giving employees the day off, but as for a national observance, It took roughly 18 years after the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. before his birthday was declared a federal holiday. Rhonda Rockster reporting.
23: On Wall Street, a mixed day as the Dow was down by 208 points, but the Nasdaq rose three. This is SRN News.
15: It's totally normal to be constipated with belly pain, straining and bloating again and again. No way. Maybe it's occasional constipation. Maybe it's
14: not. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, or linaclotide is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives to help relieve belly pain and let you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain and swelling. Maybe it's not occasional constipation. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. You may be able to talk to a doctor online. Visit linzess.com. Sponsored by Allergan and Ironwood all States. The
23: coronavirus forces Promise Keepers to make its planned summer stadium rally in Dallas a virtual event. We
5: are going to have a lot of churches. We have several hundred signed up already who are going to show it in their church. And for a lot of the churches in America, this will actually be their first gathering.
23: Ken Harrison is chairman of Promise Keepers. It's going to be a phenomenal event that will really, I think, reach a lot. We
5: think about 7 million people across the world and it'll be a free event.
23: All the details at promisekeepers.org. Michigan's Elections Board has ordered a second book look at whether a pro-life group collected enough signatures to put veto-proof legislation before the Republican-led legislature to ban a second trimester procedure. Bureau of Elections staff determined a sample showed not enough voter signatures. The bipartisan Board of State canvassers on Thursday unanimously directed they pull a larger sample. Michigan Values Life needs 340,000 valid signatures, but was over 7,000 short. This is...
11: We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station.
19: Hi, I'm Sally Harris, founder of Circle C Ranch Academy, a nationally accredited preschool in South Tampa. When I think about Circle C's successes over the last 40 years, I think of Drema, who loved drama and singing camp songs at the top of her lungs. Now she's a successful actor. Let Circle C Ranch help your child succeed in school and in life. Schedule a tour today at ccranchacademy.com. That's ccranchacademy.com.
1: Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group.
20: The following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time.
1: Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods.
0: This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN.
3: Our rights come from nature and God and not from government.
4: History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose
5: ...are the true in the living God.
0: And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's
6: Bill Bunkley.
7: Hey, welcome back. It is Friday afternoon. Welcome to the third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. And you know on Friday afternoons, it's a special time, a, a special treat, because we always have a chance to learn something new, usually, because this is our regular segment with our friends that focus on the family. I want to remind you that Focus on the Family is a 501c3 ministry, and you could imagine if you know a little bit about what they do, all the folks have been staying at home, all the issues having to do with, uh, uh, you know, sort of separating from the public, kids being home from school. Now we're seeing some very distressing images on our screens. So many things are happening, and so look, the the hits to their website is way up. The call volume is way up. They have counselors there, and they can refer you back to this area. But I want to remind you that focusingfammy is your go to website for so many things uh, to dig dig in and around your biblical principles. And remember that they could always uh, appreciate a contribution uh, because when you call their services are not charged for. Uh, and uh, with that uh, all of us if we give a little bit then uh, we're helping those who uh, may not have the would not have the money to come and to pay for it on a fee basis but let's go ahead and see if we can get some contributions in well this afternoon we're gonna talk about raising your kids and not just talk about well maybe some of the the the, the, the regular basic things we talk about for raising our kids hey we got to put clothes on them we got to we got to feed them, and we're to bring them up in the wisdom and admonition of the Lord. But we're going to be talking about something a little more, pardon the pun, Focus this afternoon. My guest from Focus is Mike Haley, and he is the program director for Resilient Kids at Focus on the Family, where he supports all the ministry's values-based programs in communities all across the country. We're going to be talking about some of those uh, programs this afternoon and uh, he has been um, sharing on all sorts of media outlets: uh, Fox News, The Washington Post, Associated Press, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I graduated from Biola University with a bachelor's degree in Christian Education, and Liberty University with a Master of Arts in Counseling and Human Relations. He and his wife Angie have been married since '94. They live right out there with the gang at Colorado Springs. Got a couple of guys, Bennett and uh, Brenner, and uh, he's going to be sharing some interesting information today. And Mike, good to have you with us.
13: Hey, thanks. It's really good to be with you as well.
7: Well, and I had to look twice. <clears throat> there's a, there's a website that I want you to tell us about and kind of give us an introduction. It's uh, uh, resilientkids.com, uh, and it's uh, a Z and not uh, the other letter. So tell us a little bit about your ministry here.
13: Yeah, so it's really interesting, Bill. A Focus Leadership saw fit to start another um, nonprofit. It's a non religious educational arm. And so, what we have done is we've taken all the good research that Focus has done for the last 40 years and we packaged it differently, biblical truth, without quoting. Um, chapter and verse, so that we can actually take this parenting curriculum into the public sector, into the public schools. So it's an incredible opportunity that, for the church to offer relevant information in the public square. And so we're seeing some incredible things happen as people from the church are getting engaged in their community and forming relationships with people that are not coming to our churches.
6: Mm.
7: How does we, how does one really begin to, there's so much that goes into parenting, and now there's been so much that Focus on the Family has been sharing with us uh, throughout the years. Sometimes for a parent that's really kind of going to dr- dive in and do this right, it can be overwhelming. Talk to us a little bit on on, on how you, you take things from uh, your resources and, and how you implement those, because it can be a little, as I said, overwhelming.
13: Yeah, it's very overwhelming. You know, raising kids is one of the toughest things to do. There is no manual. And so that's why this curriculum Raising Highly Kids, Raising Highly Capable Kids was created. It actually has been formed on some really strong empirical data that's come out of an organization known as the Search Institute. And the Search is Institute has been around since the late 50s and they've done decades of research with over 5 million young people and they've come up with 40 essential building blocks that every child needs to be successful. And more of those building blocks a child has, the less likely they are to engage in high-risk behaviors and they're going to succeed better in life as well as academically. So our cur- curriculum is really built around helping parents be aware of what are these 40 essential ingredients that every child needs to be successful.
7: Hmm. Well, let's jump right in and tell us a little bit about, um, uh, I guess, do you do the 40 kind of in an order? Do you skip around? Talk about that.
13: Yeah, that's a great question. The curriculum is actually 13 weeks long, and so the first two sessions are really for the parents to get together together set up group norms, learn about what the 40 developmental assets are, and it's really not until week three that we begin to really dig into those 40 assets. And so there's eight different subcategories of assets, and so week three is when we start really digging into those subcategories, and let me just give you an example. So week three, we talk about the subcategory of support and all of those 40 assets that fall under this idea of children needing support. And there's actually six assets for that week. The first six are family support, positive family communication, other adult relationships, which you and I know is like a mentor, Mm -hmm. a caring neighborhood, a caring school climate, and parent involvement in schooling. And so week by week, we really give these parents a good grasp of here are the essential building blocks that your child needs. What do you see as your child missing, and what can you focus on maybe this next week, maybe this next month, to really build that asset within the life of your child?
7: How important is it to uh, really consider something like this? Because it seems to me uh, you might be a parent, and I hate to say this, you know, you might be a parent, you're working two jobs, you're just trying to get by, and uh, you have a devotional with your kids once a day, and um, you, you're not uh, you're not bringing home any bad habits or engaging any bad habits, and you think that's all I can do. And then when you look at something like this and look at all of the the, the value-added things that uh, maybe you ought to really consider, and you see that number forty, talk a little bit about um, uh, again this idea of of of, a, of of let's say a single mom with busy kids. How do, you, how do you get going in something like this?
13: Yeah, well basically what you do is you look for where this class would be offered in your community and um, at FOCUS we offer 18 grants a year into underserved communities where we go in, we give them everything they need for free, we give them the curriculum, we give them the training. And so part of it for a parent would be just finding where this groups are taking place joining one of those and you know it really is imperative especially when you look at the data let me just give you one statistic and there's numerous statistics when we talk about negative and positive behaviors but as an example if a child is missing most of these 40 assets let's just say that child has 0 to 10 of those 40 assets 45% of those kids are going to grow up and have problems with alcohol um, use or abuse. And if that child has 31 to 40 of these assets, meaning those, most of those assets are present in that child's life, the probability that that child is going to become involved in problems with alcohol use or abuse drops to 3%. So again, we really need to take it's an hour and a half a week out of a parent's life to really invest in positive behaviors in the future of our kids.
7: If you're just joining us, uh, you are listening to uh, Mike Haley, Focus on the Family, uh, director of the program, uh, all about uh, resilient kids. And uh, again, you can uh, go to focusonthefamily.com, focusonthefamily.com for general information. But I'll give you a website for resilient kids. It's R-E-Z-I-L-I-E-N-T-K-I-D-Z.com. So... You kind of just change a couple of letters there for resilientkids.com, you'll be able to get to to this specialized website. Um, When kids are, are, when you go to this program, um, are you bringing back uh, each week things to to sort of uh, do with building blocks with your children uh, as you are also trying to um, re- really get a, a greater wi- uh, rhythm of all these things that is going to not only provide for opportunities for kids to maybe not get sidetracked, but for them to have an, uh, an enhanced upbringing. Talk about that.
13: Yeah, we actually give the parents, you know, an idea each week. Here's pick out of these assets that we're talking about this week and the one particular one that you believe is maybe a little weak in your family or actually frankly celebrate the ones that are strong in your family you know just the fact that a family or a parent would think enough to show up at a group like this they're going to already meet a number of those assets so a lot of parents see 40 and they get overwhelmed but the reality is if you're an intentional parent doing things that are healthy within your family already you're meeting a number of these assets but like for instance let me give you an example asset number nine is service to others you know i have a 20 year old son and an 18 year old son and we i feel like we're pretty intentional parents but the reality is When you're talking about teen boys, there's only one person that they want to serve, and it tends to not be others. And so we're really focusing on helping our boys to realize, you know, what can we do right now during this time of COVID? Is there a neighbor, an elderly neighbor, that we can take some food? Can we take in their garbage can? What can we do to serve others in our community that's going to help not only strengthen and help them, but strengthen your heart as well? Mm. You know, i tell
7: you what, i got a 14-year-old, so I'm just sitting here uh, listening to everything you say because it's amazing. Even, uh, you know, someone will bring you a picture from three or four years ago, and there's that nice little cuddly young boy that just loves to be, you know, with mom and dad and doing everything. And now we've got the 14-year-old where maybe mom and dad is not quite as cool as they were, and you deal with the fact that uh, he's now gained all the knowledge in the world, and he doesn't need knowledge from mom and dad. And so we, we, we keep having these discussions, uh, the wisdom discussions about, yeah, you, you're you smart as a whip, Einstein, but your brain doesn't start acting in a, in a wise way till about 25 or so. So right. um, I, I tell you, and the only reason why I mention that is because, I mean, there's parenting and then there's parenting. And uh, I don't know about others that are listening, but I feel like I need every bit of help that I can get. But at the same time, when I look at the help, I'm going, oh, wow, now how am I going to integrate all of that? Um, Yeah. You know, we've got this bit. uh, When we talk about, let's let's talk about the animal, the the, the big animal in the room. And we're going to do that in a minute. I just realized that we're going to take a break here. Uh, when I come back, I want to ask about uh, those special situations where there is a dad not around, or maybe a part-time dad and uh, and a mom, or maybe the the flip in the in the genders in that. But coming up in a moment, uh, we'll explore that and some more topics as we continue our discussion uh, with Mike Haley, uh, who is the director of the. The program for focus on the family and hopefully maybe bring the program to one of our communities here, uh, resilient kids. I'm Bill Bunkley, going to take a quick time out. Much more on the Bill Bunkley show coming
20: up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back and we'll be looking for you right here. The preceding segment was pre recorded for broadcast at this time.
17: As the will of the students go. So goes the will of the nation. This is the central theme of the new movie, Return to the Hiding Place, a film about Corrie ten Boom and her family's heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from Nazis during World War II and about her secret army of teenagers. Watch this captivating movie tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with the promo code Tampa. Return to the Hiding Place at SalemNow.com. Promo code
9: Tampa. This message is for anyone looking for five hundred thousand to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance, even if you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or taking anxiety meds. Here's an example: If you're a fifty-year-old male, maybe overweight with type two diabetes, one million dollars of term life insurance may only cost about two hundred dollars a month. We're term provider, experts in finding affordable term life insurance for those that may not be in perfect health. If you've had prostate cancer, heart conditions, high cholesterol, or on prescription medications, you may still qualify for half a million to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance. Get a quick quote by calling Term Provider at 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. If you're looking for term life insurance but have type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, or have other health issues, call Term Provider at 800-555-2085 or visit Term Provider. TermProvider.com TermProvider.com Weekdays at 9 a.m. Be encouraged by The Barnabas
1: Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis.
13: Live your life on purpose. God created you for a purpose. So decide today to start living on purpose. But know this. You can expect challenges along the way. You've got to learn to shake off the dust and go on with God.
1: The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk AM 570, 910 and Let's Talk Faith Faith Talk
12: 570 and 910 online at Let's Talk Faith.com.
20: The following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time.
7: Hey, welcome back. It's Friday afternoon. It's the 5 o'clock segment uh, before the bottom of the hour, and that means it's our weekly conversation with focus on the family. This week we're talking about how to raise your kids and for those kids to be resilient kids. And uh, we've got all sorts of um, uh, ways to do that, uh, 40 steps. Uh, there's also uh, an opportunity to look at uh, uh, developmental um Uh, assets that you can be working toward for your for your kids and today i'm talking with mike haley with focus on the family who heads up that program and mike um i wanted to ask a a a practical question with two parts let's say there's a, a mom or a dad listening and let's say that in their situation they're divorced And I'll just use uh, the mom. The mom's got general custody of the kids, taking care of getting them to school, all of those type of things. Now, in one scenario, dad's not there, so she can make decisions on her own based on probably how much time she has and how she can put this together. Situation two is uh, uh, a single mom whose husband is out there. uh, They're divorced, and so he kind of parachutes in from uh, time to time. And they can never agree on what to do for the kids, much less dive into this program uh, that we're talking about here. And then let's talk about the the family where there is a mom and dad, but they still can't uh, usually agree on what's best to go forward with their kids. How does any of those situations, a couple of thoughts on your end on how one might navigate these uh, somewhat turbulent waters to try and get to a point to possibly get to one of these courses?
13: Yeah, I think, you know, the thing is, one of the things that we've seen when parents come together and they join these groups is that there's a lot of community that's built, and so the parents can really dialogue about how difficult their situations really are, and and there really begins to be a lot of sharing about how, you know, we don't agree on this, we don't agree on that, but one of the things that we've seen that the parents almost always agree on is once they see this list of 40 assets that they know are empirically tried and true, then the parents can agree on, hey, look, we really need to model this in our home, whether it's integrity, responsibility. We need to make our kids feel safe. We need to serve others. And so one of the things that you find is that the parents really can come to agreement on the fact that these 40 assets are essential in the life of a child, um, and then they begin to model them. It might be the different consequences and things like that that they find difficult to agree on, but the reality is these courses of a this, 13 weeks that the parents are together can really come together and decide this is going to be our plan of attack and other parents then can speak to one another on some of their challenges as well. So it really is a good opportunity for these parents to begin to learn to work together.
7: Mm. Now again, the specialized website, uh, of course, always the general go-to website uh, is focusonfamily.com. But uh, I've got another web. i got two websites you can take a look at. One is uh, the website about uh, resilient kids. That is resilientkids.com. Resilientkids.com, and that's R-E-Z-I-L-E-N-T-K-I-D-Z.com. And uh, we've got a few moments left in this segment. Uh, There's another website uh, having to do with the Search Institute. And uh, tell us about that, how that plugs into these developmental assets.
13: Yeah, so the Search Institute is actually the organization that's done the decades of research with the over 5 million young people. And they're the ones that have actually come up with these 40 uh, essential ingredients called the 40 Developmental Assets. And so we have built our program in partnership with the Search Institute. And part of the reason for that is because these 40 developmental assets are very trusted within the secular realm. So we go in, it's an incredible opportunity for the church to go and say, hey, look, we have this program. We'd like to help you implement it. And it's a way for us to get involved and engaged in the local community in a relevant relevant way.
7: Hmm. Now, the idea, folks, is... Our world, even the last two months, what kids have been exposed to on television, first it was the the pandemic, and now they're seeing unrest. And so um, I tell you what, this world, even if uh, you are pretty successful, where you've got your home church, you've got uh, uh, your home and your community, these kids are going to be growing up uh, probably in a much different world than you and I and Mike grew up in. And so as um, we've got to be a a little more, uh, well, a lot more intentional uh, in the general sense, uh, in the macro sense of raising our kids in the wisdom and admonition of the Lord. But the other is they've got to have skills. They've got to have these assets. And this is gonna be a much more um, rough and tumble world that they're going into. So you can pray about it and say, well, you know what? I don't know if I really can put the time into this, and then I ask you the question, do you really, can you really not afford to put your time into this? Uh, because uh, I tell you what, the challenges are going to be great. So, Mike, we got about three minutes left. Uh, talk, just talk a little bit about um, a youngster who might not be exposed to this or the youngster who is exposed to, to these principles with, with loving parents. What's the difference, let's say, oh, six, eight, ten years out between the two kids?
13: Yeah, I mean, we're just going to see the kid that gets these essential assets as a part of their life, they're going to do better in life. They're going to be more apt to engage in positive behaviors and stay away from negative behaviors. Again, let me just give you another, uh, uh, a little bit of data that supports this. So when we look at a child's grade point average, again, if a child is missing most of those 40 assets, if only 0 to 10 of those 40 assets are present, kids in that category typically score about 2.1 GPA. But if a kid has 31 to 40 of these assets, that those children in that category tend to score 3.3 GPA. So we're going to see kids not only be resilient with life, but the kids, kids are actually going to do better academically as well. And so these are kids that are going to be more self-confident. They're going to be more apt to pursue a career, that are going to do better in relationships and in the workforce. They're going to be productive citizens. They're going to be contributors to our society. And so that's why we take a look and try to get parents to understand these 40 assets and just like you said it may be time-consuming now but it's far more co- uh, time-consuming later in life when you've got your kid in treatment or trying to get them out of a drug addiction you know or they're failing in life and so it really is it's important that we take the time now when our kids are young to pay attention to these assets and begin to model them
7: mm. Boy, I tell you what, uh, Mike Haley, what an important uh, uh, ministry that you've been called to. And uh, uh, this, this, this is the real difference of uh, so many different layers and so many aspects uh, for your youngster. Now, if you want to find out directly more about the Resilient Kids program, you can go to resilientkids.com, resilientkids.com, that's R-E-Z-I-L-I-E-N-T-K i d z dot com and of course uh even if uh you get home tonight and you, you can't remember that you were in the car you can always go to focus on dot com focus dot com in that search you can either put in uh mike haley or you can just put in resilient kids and uh, i'm sure you'll have the resources to to get to this program at the very least i very much encourage you to check it out and so with that, Mike Haley, thanks so much for spending some time with us this afternoon. And on this Father's Day weekend, I wish you a happy Father's Day.
13: Thank you. And you as well. Thank you for highlighting what we do. Appreciate it. Thank you. God bless. More of the
7: Bill Buckley Show coming up in a moment. We'll talk with Dr. Ted Baer out in Hollywood, California,
20: L.A. We'll be right back. The preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time.
23: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The Cruise Lines International Association is announcing that ships will not be sailing from U.S. ports throughout the summer, extending a pause put in place because of the coronavirus pandemic. The current no-sail order issued by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention on March 14th is set to expire July 24th. The association says cruise lines have decided to voluntarily prolong this pause until September 15th, because they need time to resolve barriers with U.S. authorities to restart sailing. Carnival Cruise Line had announced last month that it was planning to restart cruising from Florida and Texas in August. That suspension now extends until September 15th. On Wall Street, the on by 208 points, the Nasdaq rose 3, the S&P declined 17, oil up to 39.75 a barrel. This is SRN News.
10: If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I used them on my windshield replacement. was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS for Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. The cat On June 19th comes a brand new film, Selfie Dad,
11: available at SalemNow.com. Selfie Dad is a very funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis. But when he's confronted with the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce.
12: Watch Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com and use promo code Tampa to save 20%. That's SalemNow.com, promo code Tampa.
4: Timeless wisdom, encouraging proverbs, and powerful promises. At BibleStudyTools.com, we aim to provide the best free resources for knowing the Word of God and applying its powerful truths to your life. Use BibleStudyTools.com's daily Bible verse for inspiration as you start each day. Find powerful verses on more than 300 topics that relate to your life's challenges and needs. Verses to encourage your soul, lift your spirit, and strengthen your faith.
18: Fair, fast, and friendly. corner Cornerstone
1: Pros. Weekdays at 1 p.m. Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. I'm not lying. My conscience testifies with me, enlightened
6: and prompted by my spirit. So the connection is Simon Peter received it through his conscience, working with the Holy Spirit.
1: Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570,
17: 910, and online at letstalkfaith.com.
12: Faith Talk 570 and 910. Online at letstalkfaith.com.
20: The following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time.
19: You're my courage.
20: Hey, we're
7: back. Bill Bunkley here on the Bill Bunkley Show. It's a Friday afternoon. It's uh, just past the 530 hour. And yes, Movie Guide has now returned to their, well, their regular position on my show for years. And uh, we had a little bit of an adjustment with our pastors praying every afternoon. But uh, uh, the Lord really blessed us during those many weeks. And we're getting back to more of uh, our regular format. And uh, I'm excited. Because um, I think about June 15th, July 15th, uh, there'll be some AMC theaters open. Most of them, hope uh, the ones here in Tampa and in our, our listening area will be those. But also, will people go to the theaters or not? We don't know. But what I am looking forward to at some time, we get back to our Friday afternoon updates of uh, of the big movies that are about to. Uh, uh, unfold uh, or unfolding that day, and uh, we look forward to the great advice we get on those those new films. But today, we're going to do some business, and I'm going to ask you to get a pencil, pencil and paper ready, because as uh, followers of Jesus Christ, we've got a couple of uh, disturbing um, situations that uh, Dr. Ted Bear himself is going to be uh, talking about in just a moment and, uh, and you'll understand why. Of course, uh, Dr. Bear is the founder and publisher of Movie Guide. That website is movieguide.org, movieguide.org. Make sure that's uh, one of your favorites on your home or office PC. Also, download the apps. Uh, you got one for Android, one for the Apple phone. Uh, download that. But more important, they are a 501c3 ministry, charitable organization. And you're going to learn or you're going to be reminded in the next uh, few minutes that uh, they're not just there to give us the, you know, the ratings, which they do a great job, better than anybody else in the business, but they are in um, a role of uh, sharing about uh, uh, a Christian worldview that those that make movies. And we got an absolute, well, we got two different movies, and you're going to see why I need you to consider uh, making a contribution to Movie Guide because of all the work they're doing on our behalf, not just in L.A. in California. Dr. Bear speaks uh, all across the nation, various points around the globe on movie making, and uh, he has the opportunity to share Christ. But Dr. Bear, long introduction, but uh, as always, my friend, thank you for being here.
24: Well, I'm happy to be there and I'm praying for you and I'm praying you're going to have a great weekend uh, in the midst of all of the trials and tribulations of the world around us.
7: Well, and you as well. Well, let's go ahead and talk about it. There is an absolutely horrible movie and uh, you need our help and it's called The Habit and I don't even like discussing it. In fact, let me tell our, our, our family, if you've got very little kids or young kids This would be a good time to turn down the radio or to get them in another portion of the house because this is a pretty sensitive subject, and uh, you'll be able to go to movieguide.org and to find out exactly what this is all about. Plus, we'll have our podcast to be up, and you can listen to that segment then because we don't want the kids to hear it. But uh, we've got a horrible film that I guess is now in post-production called The Habit. I'll let you share why this is such a concern.
24: Well, it's a big production team. They're very important Hollywood producers. Uh, the star was a Disney star who actually presented at the Movie Gut Awards several times, Bella Thorne. And when she was younger, just like other people who've gone off the tracks, like Dakota Fanning and others, she told me she was a Christian and went to church. And, you know, now she's playing. Uh, a streetwise, smart girl with a Jesus fetish. But the problem is not just that she has a Jesus fetish, but Paris Jackson, who once upon a time considered herself a Christian, um, plays Jesus as a lesbian. So you've got a lesbian Jesus. Uh, you've got Bella Thorne, absolutely lovely girl. I don't, you know, it's very hard to see. We we keep losing these people to the faith, and it's. Uh, uh, you know, just because you grow up in a in a garage doesn't make you a car. Just because you grow up in the church doesn't make you. And a lot of Hollywood feeds on people, um, and, and puts them in these positions who came out of the church. They they always seem to find a way to insert them. Cassie and Yules has put them both in here, and the writer is a lovely girl who's married up in Canada, who was the daughter of missionaries in Asia, <laughs> who. Uh, so, you know, this is an, a direct attack. I mean, if if they don't know what they're doing, nobody does. This is not just, you know, some cute idea. Let's have Jesus as a lesbian, um, you know, with this a relationship. This is an idea that's well strategized, just like the next movie we're going to talk about. Uh, they're getting more bold about strategizing this. There are people who hate Christ. They hate uh, their past. They're... You know, which is really interesting because of all the religions in the world, and I've spoken all over the world, taught in India, and et cetera, and um, I have to go back to. Uh you know, uh, to different countries, Ethiopia, Kenya, et cetera, a lot of them Muslim countries, et cetera. <laughs> uh, if you look at their founders, they were really mean people. And Jesus was always turning the other cheek, and he died for his enemies, and Christians are called to be loving. So the hate is the hate of the good, the true, and the beautiful. And um, But it's going to take children and it's going to convert them away from jesus and it's going to be a terrible uh, especially teenagers who are extremely vulnerable and you've been watching what's happening in Seattle, and, uh, you know, one guy came out and said, you're just a bunch of kids. There are a mm-hmm. bunch of kids who were not raised properly. Um, so Christians have to know that it's not just putting them in a church. You've got to really disciple your children. You've got to get them out of public schools. You've got to help them to understand the truth. And you say that all the time, so I'm just repeating what you say. But it's uh, this is a very sad movie, The Habit. Avoid it, but please— uh, sign, you know, our petition, we will get it directly to the people involved, because we know the people involved, so please sign the petition.
7: And again, that's at movieguide.org, movieguide.org, and you can sign the petition there, and uh, Dr. Bear, one quick follow-up question, and I know that uh, you are really rallying the troops on this. You've got a lot of folks that uh, support you uh, on the corporate level. Uh, and of course, the annual gala, and you've got uh, folks that you have built deep relationships in the industry. And uh, I get the sense that uh, uh, this is going to be uh, sort of a, a miracle in the making if uh, you're able to accomplish this. But uh, this is one where you're pulling out pretty much all the stops, aren't you?
24: Yep, and it's uh, it's and and you know the next movie we're going to talk about it's, it reflects on this one too. I mean, it's a. Uh, It's the power of the people who are lobbying Hollywood, and you understand that because you do it in Florida with the government. And Christians Mm -hmm. understand it with the government, but they do not understand that uh, there are over 1,200 lobbying offices in Hollywood, Mm -hmm. and we're one of the 1,200. And some of them, like Planned Parenthood, which we're going to talk about, and and Scientology, have millions of dollars. They don't only influence the people. They treat them. They fly them around the country. They take them to resorts. They take care of them. And they're, they're really – you know, Satan is pulling out all the stops to influence Hollywood and the church. You know, we're here. And we're happy to be here, and we're happy to do it, and uh, you know we're happy that never have so few done so much with so little, as the head of CBN once said. Um, but it would be nice if we weren't doing so much with so little. If the church said, "Wow, this is important. Our children are important. We need to help them uh, stand against the the bad and support the good."
7: And I want to tell you, if you are a Christ follower this afternoon. And uh, you understand that this is going to be a movie that will be depicting our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as a lesbian, also with some of the other themes of drugs. Uh, go right now to Movie Guide. I, I'm I'm going to pray for 100% participation that everybody's listening to our voice today, that you will take uh, the three or four minutes to go to movieguide.org, be a part of the folks that say, no, this is not right, and let's stand with uh uh, Dr. Bear, this afternoon, a movie guide. Well, let's move on to Planned Parenthood. Uh, so here we're going to have a propaganda movie uh, aimed toward uh, teenage girls. Hollywood's all fired up about it. It's called It Almost Happens Like Fairy Dust. Hey, pull the veil back on this one, Dr. Bear. Uh, well, the movie, this that, one, this that was, was our too.
24: headline. That was our headline, but the, the the movie is actually, that was CBN's headline. But it, the movie's called Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always. And it's about a, a young girl who gets pregnant. You know, they always have to have somebody you feel sorry for. Mm-hmm. And in their town, she can't get an abortion. Oh, boo hoo, you can't kill your baby uh, without her parents' permission so she and her cousin sneak away to new york uh to get an abortion it's a very well designed movie again by big hollywood people uh to make a movie that will give us sympathy for the uh for the bad you know i'm i'm telling you that as a lawyer once upon a time when i went to mm-hmm. law school you learn that uh bad cases make bad laws. Tough cases make bad laws. This is a, And that's what Hollywood does best, is taking the tough case and uh, we've seen it with Black Lives Matter. We see it all the time, that tough cases make bad laws and it's getting mm-hmm. worse because people don't have wisdom and wisdom comes from the Bible. But Planned Parenthood um, has opened up a full-time lobbying office in Hollywood. They're putting their people into the movie. And they're paying for a lot of the movie. They're doing a lot of promotion on the movie. <laughs> and look, what? How much did they get, Bill, from uh, from the uh, uh, kickback from the government? Was it 40 or 60 million?
7: Oh yeah, uh, let's say 50. Either side of 50 million, and you're in the neighborhood.
24: <laughs> and they've told everybody that they're going to use that money to influence Hollywood and to uh, yep. make sure that Trump isn't reelected. So, yep. hi, does anybody here that out there we need people in the church if there's really 125 million people go to church every week they need to support you know salem and bill bunkley they need to support us they need to show up and show off because god works through his hands and feet he doesn't work you know he's he's not a he doesn't let us treat him as a magician and um, nominalism may work in it doesn't work in hindu societies but it's You know, it doesn't work anywhere. What you need to do is be the hands and feet of Jesus. You need to teach your children wisdom, and you need to take a stand against these things.
7: Mm. And I want to correct myself because Dr. Bear was right. Uh, One of my reference screens I had up, and uh, uh, the name of the movie is Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always. The Planned Parent movie uh, to oppose here is Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always, and I hope that I know because of what I do, what Dr. Bear just shared, just put a put a chill down my back about lobbyists in Hollywood with all the money throwing it around. And they're actually underwriting movies so they can get their message and their actors in those movies horrible. Now, I want to tell you again, movieguide.org, movieguide.org. First of all, hey, drop a contribution off there, please, when you go to the website. But I hope every one of you will go to movieguide.org, sign that petition. Let's do it. everything we can do here in the field to help Dr. Bear as he's on point on this, uh, on, on on the legislative hill of uh, of Hollywood. And that's where he's working uh, with, with both of these. And we're going to see more of these, and that's why, uh, folks, it's a wake-up call all the way around. Well, we're out of time. I want to just refer to you to uh, an article on Blue, Bud, Blue Bloods. Episode 10.19, Family Secrets. It's a special one. I've always enjoyed the family values on Blue Bloods, and so that's one you need to go and uh, maybe have a chance to watch it with your family. But, Dr. Baer, thank you so much for informing us today, and uh, God bless you for what you're doing, and we're with you 100%. God bless you. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Happy Father's Day. You do as well. All right, coming up in a moment, some final thoughts on wrapping up this week, the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't miss that. I'll be right
20: back. The preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time.
3: Hey, are you guys open?
14: Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As
1: businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? Taking
12: vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and aqua powders is the best way to get vitamin C. Aqua powders vitamin C is delicious when added to water and provides you with 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C to boost your immune system and increase your energy. Transform your water into wellness with aqua powders vitamin C, available at Amazon. That's aqua powders with a Z, available at Amazon.
9: Here's Dr. Charles Stanley keeping believers in
24: touch with God. The scripture says, The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Oftentimes people question that. But the reason they do is because they don't understand what that verse means. And that is that no matter what happens in life, what's going to happen is this, that God's eternal principles will not change and will not fade. They will always be there. While everything else around us change, this book does not change. Principles don't change because God does not change. He is the eternal one who rules and reigns over everything. Therefore, when you and I come to live out the Christian life, how are we to live it out? We're to live it out by His principles.
21: For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at InTouch.org. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station.
1: Start the morning right, weekday mornings at 530. It's Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. And Paul
4: says it in Romans 9, 15, for he saith to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And
1: that's our God today. Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. Weekday mornings at 5.30 on Faith Talk, AM 570 and
17: 910. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at
6: Radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of Battles won, Battles won within, over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines.
12: Faith Talk 570 and 910. Online at letstalkfaith.com.
20: The following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley
7: Show, part of the Salem Media Group. And uh, we're wrapping up yet another week. And uh, it's another week where we have been witnessing so much um, disruption all across America. And today is a very special day for us to focus on, well, what is uh, some of the root foundations for uh, many in our African-American community to be, um, well, focusing on injustices, not uh, just in 2020, but in many years in the past. So... Probably today that this is the Juneteenth holiday, the, um, the day that's celebrated as the, the news reached Texas about the Emancipation Proclamation. It's a day that probably in in not-too-distant future, a lot of corporations are recognizing it uh, over the last few days. wouldn't surprise me if uh, at some point in time it becomes uh, added to our national holidays. But nonetheless, you know, it would be a great time for all of us to focus on what this day really means, and that is it was a turning point. It was a turning point in history, and we certainly need another turning point here in America. Now, there's a lot of manifestations because of the frustration, and it's uh, over uh, primarily of uh, policing and uh, unjust policing, um, brutalizing police at some time. And uh, understand this. We've got bad actors wherever we go, and we've still got bad actors to deal with. And we've got some techniques that need to be uh, reviewed. Uh, But other than that, this is a day that we need to start beginning to understand uh, people who don't look like us, don't talk like us, and those uh, conversations have to begin. And especially for those of us who are followers of Christ Uh, If you have uh, uh, folks with uh, uh, different skin tones in in your own church congregation, hey, it would be a a good opportunity to start with those brothers and sisters in the faith to have these conversations. Well, in addition to that, well, it's Father's Day weekend. And uh, when it comes to Father's Day or Mother's Day, there is just a whole wide range of emotions uh, that come into play. Uh, when we think about our moms and our dads. And uh, some of you still have your dads. Some of your dads have passed away. Some of you had great dads. Some of you, mm, not so great. And uh, more and more, many of you have had to come into the world and learn how to uh, maneuver through the world uh, without a dad and without a father. But I want to say a word to those fathers that are out there. Fathers that are, well, you're not with your children because you're remarried or you're not with your children because you're sing- you're single. Um, fathers that are in the home but maybe got a lot of schedule issues where you're just very, very busy. You know, just look at the streets today. Look what happens after midnight and what what is, we, we've been witnessing here for the last two weeks. Dads. Your children need you. They don't need to just show up for Father's Day dinner or go out and go fishing on Father's Day. They need you full time. They need you to be the dad that that, that I believe God called you to be, and that is raising up your children in the wisdom and admonition of the Lord. You know, moms are so important because in the early years, maybe half the childhood, uh, the nurturing and uh, the love that mom gives a child is special. But I tell you what, for the other half of those children and their years, uh, the years that those children are growing up, middle school and up, I don't care whether it's your son or your daughter, they need their daddy. They need the they need the input uh, of the differences between a mom and a dad, and, and they need you to be there. So maybe this might be the day coming up this weekend or more specifically this Sunday. It might be the opportunity for you to go back and say, you know what, Lord, I'm going to begin this relationship anew. I'm going to re-energize this relationship. And maybe this is the day that you, in concert with the Lord, he'll lead you, that you can go and begin this process of uh, reconciliation. We all know the concept that, you know what, you can't unfry uh, eggs, and uh, so, you know, if your situation uh, with uh, the mother of your children has changed, uh, we recognize that. We recognize a lot of the manifestations of that, but I just want to tell you that uh, if there's a will, there's a way, and uh, please, uh, your kids need you, and the kids of our of our, into, of our entire culture need you as well. Well, we're going to wrap things up this afternoon. I'm looking forward to spending time with my family and a very special Saturday and Sunday for uh, our Father's Day. Now, we're going to be um, keeping an eye on things all throughout the weekend like we normally do. And uh, come 3 o'clock on Monday, I'm going to be right here for you, reminding you that we go every day from 3 to 6 p.m., and uh, first thing on Monday, we'll have today's show up uh, for the podcast. And so if you want to catch some of the great interviews that we did today with uh, either Focus on the Family or Dr. Ted Baer, uh, or even our discussions on Juneteenth, you can do that all Monday by going to Let's Talk com Let's Talk Faith.com, and download the podcast. Well, from all of us here at WTBN, our sincerest wishes that you will have a very, very blessed Father's Day weekend. And until we get a chance to gather on Monday, I hope that this weekend is special, and I hope that you will
20: have an especially blessed time. Till Monday, I'm Bill Bunkley. God bless and good night. The preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time.